you should tell them, hey, listen, this is making it very difficult for the Transformers podcast I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> or just sanity. That too. That too. I mean, that's what we are. That's what this podcast is, is sanity. Yeah. What the f*** is going on down there? Welcome to WTF at TFW episode 506. I'm joined by Aaron. Hey. And we've got the returning victorious TJ. Oh no, he's typing. I can see he's typing in the chat. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Chris could hear you typing. And I couldn't oh, no, hear I you I, typing. I couldn't hear him typing. It said TJ is typing. Well, I can't hear uh, Chris. In the chat. I can't hear. Okay, him. we're we're pl- we're playing that in between game where I can yeah. hear both of you and you can't hear each other. And now, and now why now is this my... always a goddamn mess? <laughs> now, man. I in, okay, uh, here, I'm gonna type. Okay, now you're both talking at the same time, and I can't understand any of it. Hello. Hi. Hi. Everybody's health check ah, passed. Hooray. Okay. I'll just start this recording. All right. Cool. Are we, okay, yeah, I can hear both of you. Okay, okay. now I'll count us in again. Okay, no, no, we keep going. This is this is canon. Is it? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, hi, Aaron. Hi. Uh, and then, as I said before, uh, also hello to the returning victorious TJ, as I said before the thing stopped working. Yeah, apparently I'm not supposed to be here at all. I missed one week, and the system boots me. <laughs> Well, you know, um, we, we tried to notify you, but you weren't on Skype. We did call you. We waited a whole 15 minutes. Uh, look, look, uh, look, look. I was just away from the computer, okay? Look, look, what? anything you need. I'm still here. I'm, I'm really, look, we regret, we regret that you feel that way. Oh, no. TJ Perhaps. didn't, Aaron, he didn't even hear us talking about that thing because he had disconnected when I was uh-huh. gagging about the, oh man, it's all circular. It's all behind the back, secret behind the scenes talk here at WTFTFW. Hi. Hi, TJ. Hi. Um, TJ, uh, I wanted to barrel through something with you quickly because someone who asked questions uh, two weeks ago said they would love to hear your answers to their questions. So uh, what if I lightning round you super quick? Uh, sure, we can do that. Because uh, these come from Dragonlord2200. So number one, with the rise of Transformers crossovers, what three franchises would you love to see Transformers crossover with? Uh, three? Well, you can just do one if you want. Like, it was the one. Did uh, we I'm pretty sure you guys covered it with the again. Power Ranger Transformer thing. Which I, like, I completely agree with him, and that's after seeing uh, Chrome Tyrannos customs. Like, that should be their San Diego Comic-Con exclusive right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can, I, can, I can hear Chris. Oh, hey, TJ, guess what? So now we both keep talking in Chris's ears, and then he starts just going mad because everything's going on, and he's trying to like select one channel to the other, and just all like, "Ooh, it doesn't work." Oh, can you see his brains don't work that way? See, I don't see TJ's waveform. Yeah, so I don't see his waveforms. No, we can't. Oh no! So do we fall back to like what if um, we? Well, let's go for the hat trick. Okay, I'm going to. We could try the hat trick, or do I? I find. <laughs> stop recording and I'll start a new recording and then it's going to work perfectly because it'll be the third time is lucky. Let's Here get we go. Uh, Discord going just in case. Okay, I hear somebody clicking a mouse. Oh no. It's going to be wonderful to edit in three minute chunks. I can't okay. see Aaron's waveform. Uh, TJ, can so, you hear Aaron? I can hear Aaron. 
Okay, well, I can't. I can hear you, TJ. I can't hear Chris. Are you the man in the middle now? Well, yeah. what if we go? Let's keep keep all the audacity running here. I'll type in here. Keep all the okay. Audacity this is running. let's quality. go to my Discord. Can we all hear each other? I think so. Yes. I believe so. Okay, What's, I'm getting okay. I'm getting an echo on TJ, but not on Chris, which means that Zencaster still has that connection I mean, oh, blocked. Okay. But if you've got all of those, then we can just close Zencaster. Yeah, close Zencaster. Okay. What the f- is going on down there? Welcome back. Uh, TJ, so um, you you had one answer for that question about the crossovers franchise, and I, and I forgot what it was because uh, everything went strange. Oh no, it was a mostly agreeance with everyone's consensus of our Rangers and Transformers. Now that the franchises are owned by the same company. Oh yeah, and you know, uh, I noticed on the Facebook page for TFW that the episode posting actually had comments uh, entirely about how people were like, "Oh, I would buy that." Because uh, the chapter picture was uh, Grimlock and Mrs. Custom. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people would buy that. I've repeated it several times. I want it as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. I want Slash as just like a joke Dragon Zord. Oh, like, the, yeah, and, tiny Dragon Zord. And I want six Prime Masters done up as the Rangers that transform into little morphers. All right. That's, That's solid. Set. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Well, question number two. What three writers would you love to see as Transformers? What molds would they use? How expensive would they be? You only have to do like the you know who you want to see. That's all we do. Oh no! Oh no! I can no! I can hit you. Kabuto, Gatak, and Kickhopper using the Insecticons. Why didn't we, Aaron? Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Oh my um, god! Friggin' yeah. I'm mad now. I'm mad. <laughs> that was worth waiting two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh... Well, see, we didn't want to go for anything so so obvious. No, no, you know? no, no, Cause... no. No, all we did was tunnel vision on motorcycles and trains. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to cover for that. That was a. Yeah, no, that was. As he's saying it, as he's saying the names, I'm like, why would you say three? Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> this has been worth it. Okay, but question number three: uh, If you had to recast any voice actor from a piece of Transformers media, who would it be, and why? Uh, honestly, uh, I would, I'd recast our, uh, current, uh, probably our current hot rod from Titans Return. Like, no offense to Judd Nelson, but he just doesn't sound like hot rod anymore. I think, I forgot if this is what I said two weeks ago. I feel like the problem with, with singling out anyone from those productions is like, it's so hard to, to say whether they, the actor being switched would solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, it could just yeah, it could be as it could be as much a director thing. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, although I I, I do think for young hot rod Judd Nelson is it's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judd, Judd Nelson doesn't sound very young. Um, he sounds experienced. Uh, you know, no no dig meant. Um, all right, cool. Well, there you go, Dragon Lord twenty two hundred. Uh, as per your Twitter request, we did it. Pat myself on the back. Uh, that brings us to our current crop of listener questions, because uh, we thankfully had another slow news week. Um, 
And we've got one here from Inhuman Elm. Aaron, would you... I almost called you Eric. Aaron, what... I'm really thrown off by all this technical stuff that's been Just going on. Like, okay. It um, would have been, but Eric spelled like A A R I C as well. That's that's how wrong. It and been. and and TJ, yes, yes, indeed. Don't go start. To, go to Don't. Twitter and check that out. Oh, okay. I thought you my, were doing. My, I my, thought you my, were playing <laughs> pretend like I couldn't hear TJ and you could, and I was like, "Don't, <laughs> don't start this." <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes, it is. It is a burning waste management dumpster, Zencaster tonight. This is true. <laughs> okay, Aaron, would you like to read this question? Sure, I would love to. <laughs> uh, listener question from Inhuman Elm, uh, February twenty second, twenty eighteen. Hey, Evangelist, Inhuman Elm, with some quick podcast questions. It often gets asked what gimmicks you'd like to see come back, but I want to know which ones you think should end and or never come back. What are some instances where Hasbro should just let the past die, kill it if they must? And since I know someone will bring up bad instruction sheets, I'd like to know if you have an example of good instruction sheets. Seems like it is easier to spot bad ones than good ones, so I'm curious if any are exceptionally well done. Peace out. Well, I think the thing we should never have again is bad instruction sheets. Yeah, and that's um, not really but... a gimmick so much. <laughs> what if it yeah. was, though? Yeah. <laughs> no, so for the first part, um, I can't think of ones that had good inch, like, like when you have a good masterpiece set, that's one thing. But masterpiece has been pretty bad about instructions too for a while. Lately, uh, so late, some some of the early ones. Yeah, yeah. That were that yeah. were like more book form. I, I than... was so I, I had an, an easy answer because I just picked up one of these instruction booklets out of an old bag I found in my living room. Um, but the 2013 era generations uh, Windblades instructions specifically were the ones I was looking at. Okay. Uh, they're on a big piece of paper. Um, the instruction pictures were large. It was a CAD line art image on a white oh. background. I remember um, that style. Yeah. And then the moving pieces were highlighted in red. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything was bright. So the contrast was high. Uh, and it was completely palatable. Mm -hmm. uh, something I picked up the other day and noticed the same thing in... It looks exactly the same, but it's the G1 instructions. Yeah. And on yeah. top of the high contrast, there's actual writing to tell yeah. you what to do. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do text now because everything has to be, like, quadlingual or whatever, yeah. so they don't have to make 18 different versions of a toy for, um, oh, excuse me, all the different Whoa. markets. Yeah, just a belch decided to run straight <laughs> up the the esophagus on me. You know, you know what? That's just that's a perfect topper to our technical problems tonight. Yeah, <laughs> just, just vomit on my desk. <laughs> hey, what do you think about instruction sheets? <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> what, what do you think about bad gimmicks? So I have a weird answer to this, so I don't want to go first because it's kind of like a I don't want to mess up the conversation. If you guys fine, have any, fine, I'll do it. The the physical part necessi necessitated um, activator. So, like the 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 minicon port where you had to have the like any minicon for, or like cyber planet keys. I guess because uh, that that can also just be a button. Because that can be a button. That can be like like I like what the movie lines did, or or you know the the the. Maybe not necessarily like the Mecha Live accessories, 
But like that sort of thing where like, okay, you want to pop out the gun. So you you pull the wings out a little bit and that's what gives it the, the gearing. That's cool when it's the, oh crap, I need a cyber planet key. Um, oh, here, here it is. And then have to like keep things together. Um, mm. I think, I think our motto was cool where I think it was the Decepticons that did a little bit better where the Minicon would integrate for part of it. That's not was... so bad, but when it was just something like, no, you have to, like, to get to the electronics of this thing, you either have to, like, physically break this thing through its restraint or or find a minicon or get a piece of paper clip to push this button down. I was trying to mute my way through this ambulance driving oh, wow. by, but it's just not happening. It's, yeah. it's not happening. And just park that... outside? Uh, no, it's, it seems to slow down and now it's speeding up. They're just a bunch of friggin' trolls is what they are. They can't hear me. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Like, um, I think, I, I think actually the cyber keys, I know I, that many disagree with me about this. I thought the minicons actually, I liked more than the cyber keys in some yeah. ways. Cause if the cyber key turned into a thing that could be handheld or had a five millimeter peg on it, I would like yeah. it more. If it was um, a thing other than... You know, well, heck, even the cartoon was that way, like cyber key power. And it just like shoots out of space into the back of their head and their eyes light up. And then I'll be so cool if happen. I could just yell something and something yeah. shot out of space. Yeah, um, I can I can see what you mean. Uh, TJ, have you got a gimmick that you think should just stay? It's not like we can. We The thing about the question that made me blink is like we don't really have to kill something that's in the past that's not happening right now because it's that means it's just dead. So I guess like which one do you not want to see resurrected? <laughs> Uh, that's interesting because there, there's two that I can think of, but I'm not sure even one even qualifies as a gimmick. That's mostly because I've had such a, I've had such a disgust for a while for things like light piping. Mm-hmm. Because it's fine. It's kind if of you, a gimmick, I guess. It kind of. It's it's like it's the a, absence a, of a light up gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's it's, a, it's the cheap way of doing a light up gimmick, but it also makes toys look like they're dead. Now, mm. you know, I like painted eyes that look like the characters alive and kind of glowing a little bit. When you, uh, like I said, it's just, it's just kind of a feature. Um, beyond that, there's nothing I can really think of, unless except for like, uh, like dedicated base modes in toys that really shouldn't have a base mode. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some characters and toys mm-hmm. that are engineered around it, but any other time, I feel like like it gets just really sloppy in the execution sometimes. So, like when they did like Power Master Prime, and like okay, the original Power Master Prime had a base mode, yes, but it also had a lot more hollow engineering to get away with something like that because it wasn't like a fully integrated like truck to super mode. It had like an in between where. You had gaps and things you can work around. Uh, the, the the modern one just felt like it was tacked on, like just I was, improvised out. Yeah, I was almost going to ask if you're if that was basically saying like Titans Return leaders clearly didn't work as bases, and it's pretty telling that they kind of dropped it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because where, where's the base mode on six shot? It's like there's sort of one. There's a flip out thing. So you can plug his tank mode onto Decepticon City, 
Mm-hmm. And like Overlord has a base mode, you know, with dedicated engineering yeah. that you can also entirely not engage with and still feel like you're getting your money's worth out of the figure. Yeah, and that's uh, a toy that's supposed to have a base mode, you know, so the engineering works around it better, but mm. yeah, just like Blaster. Like, I think I put him in, in base mode once and never bothered again. Yep. So I, I kind of stick up for more so Soundwave than Blaster's base mode entirely because I think that that was the best base mode in the line. Uh, it's for the wrong guy or guys, <laughs> but I, I also really liked it. <laughs> um, I'm biased, though, because I, I had the rapper labels all set up on Soundwaves so that he had like the dance floor and stuff. Um, I can I can't actually die on that hill uh, defending the base mode because <laughs> um, so my answer to this is weird because I. I I feel like my answer is I don't want to see any gimmick die because I'd rather see it just left in limbo until someone has a really cool new idea of how to implement it that I and I and others have not thought of. So that's sort of where I'm coming from on that question. Like I, I like the idea of in, infinite potential and that someday, like you know, for instance, pretenders. Uh, you know, no one really did any, and now we've got pretenders happening again. Not in the most, for me at least, the most exciting way because they're just sort of like kind of five dollar little shells for titan masters or prime masters but i don't know like any gimmick even ones i haven't liked um you know like a lot of the titans return base modes for instance i still would like to see any gimmick get attempted again if someone wants to attempt it and has a solid idea uh and then if if that solid idea to me turns out to be not worth it then i might say hey maybe you should have let that one stay in the closet for a while but yeah i just can't think of a gimmick that i i would never ever want to see again um, like I, Chris McFeely was posting on Twitter t- uh, the other day a video of Armada Prime's automatic pants, um, remarking how many people react saying they didn't know the toy could do that, and I recall that from even back in the day. Uh, and it's like that's such a gimmick that I know a ton of people have said never do this again, and they kind of never did it again. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, please give it another try because it doesn't have to be the whole legs. But the idea of when I move this part on the cab, it will beam an IR signal to the other part across the table from me. And that'll start transforming is so friggin' cool as a concept. I want I want them to try again someday. Um, so that's my non-answer because I, I actually don't want them to kill anything. <laughs> just uh, just don't try them again until you have a really good idea. And that brings us hopefully that answered your questions in Human Elm. That brings us to another listener question from Prime135, who says, Baweep, Gronoweep, Ninibong, Podcasticons, fresh from the opening of Pandorica. Tis I, the Porgamous Prime. So I realize it's been a short while since my last question, but I've come up with a new conundrum for you folks. Let's say, hypothetically, I'm a college student, and I'm walking along a campus and notice a girl sitting quietly with headphones in, wearing a shirt with G1 Optimus Prime, and I'm like, holy crap, someone who knows who G1 Optimus Prime is. My question to you is, given that I'm a generally socially awkward individual, how would one go about striking up a conversation with a random individual? like that granted i'm not nearly as shy as i once was but i'm still not exactly the type to just go up to someone and say the universal greeting my uh any advice you can give would be great thanks for your time sorry for the long question and joel on true good sirs so my i mean my first recommendation is for complete strangers you probably don't want to open with the universal greeting yeah uh, it's kind of a thing you do at best at BotCon or tfcon and even then like there's a certain way to do it yeah so uh, uh... Like, the first thing, I, I have to nerd back a little bit at Prime 135 and say Farjalon. Um, Star Trek, don't worry. Um, nerds! <laughs> yeah, nerds in this nerd podcast asking about how you ask out somebody in a nerdy way. Um, so, 
I do not believe the universal greeting to ever be useful unless you're a giant robot talking to a different giant robot or other giant mechanical life form. I can't like, hate on the universal greeting too much because like, my mom loves it. Like, yeah, but it it's something that, like, it, it suffers from a few things. First off, it's far too long. Yeah, that's the part of like, it I always... Like, because if you come across a Firefly fan, you can, like, you know, oh, are you a fellow brown coat, you know, or, oh, shiny. Yeah. Something like that is, it, like, short, sweet, to the point. And you're not having to go through, you know, ba weep grana weep nitty bong. That's wasn't, like wasn't two, that three Dilly seconds. Special? And like, w- w- wasn't that a Flint Dilly special where the whole joke of it is that it's an obscenely long, complicated, yeah. dumb thing to say? Right. Um. So freaking Flint, Flint Dilly man. So if I saw someone out in a normal situation and believed that they may share an interest due to clothing that they're wearing, you're calling college normal. Yeah. Well, no, I'm. I'm like. At a Transformers <laughs> convention, if somebody's wearing a Transformers shirt, odds are they like GoBots. Um, but if you're My like secrets out everywhere, if you're at a library and you see somebody wearing a, a, a G1 Optimus Prime shirt, odds are they like Transformers. But that even that's not a guarantee because I've seen people say like, "Oh no, look, it was a cool looking you know logo," or "I like the colors." So that may not be the thing. Um, and it would also matter, you know, in, in, in the, the case that prime one, three, five lays out here, um, is there a convenient place to also sit down? Because if she's sitting there quietly with headphones in, listen to music, doing homework may not want to be bothered. Yeah. The head, like in the, general, with social situations, someone with headphones on speaking to someone who does this, if someone has headphones on, it's partly to try to signal the world that like, I don't really want to interact. Right. And so, uh, it's amazing how much of the world still so much wants to interact. And you yeah. You, 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 you should be a boss and have headphones on trying really hard to get something done. And then you have people coming up every five minutes going, you know, you know what my favorite is? Is when I'm walking down the street in Toronto with headphones on, staring away from anybody, and someone who can't get my attention actually walks up and waves their arms at me. So I go like, yes, and they're like, have you got any change? Or like, hey, can I have a moment to tell you about this wonderful subscription offer? And I'm just like, no. Because I that's that's where I very selfishly get a little bit like, it's like I was trying to not have this be a problem. See, that, that specific case had to be where I flip it. I'm like, no, I don't carry cash. That's how the man tracks you. Well, that's where you whip out your uh, foil hat, yeah. and you just go like, and you try to do so, the secret, the secret handshake. So, so for this question, if we drop off the headphones in to to eliminate oh. the 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 possibility of like trying to stay out of something like that. Yeah, I so I I've had conversations based on my shirts happen mm-hmm. with me. And it's always the same thing is uh, where, you know, someone will say, hey, that's a really cool shirt. Or uh, yeah. more specifically, it's like, hey, I hope you don't mind me saying, but that's a really cool shirt. Uh, right. And then uh, usually I'll just go like, oh, thank you. And then if I feel like talking, I'll maintain eye contact. If I don't feel like talking, I'll smile and nod and kind of get back yeah. to what I'm doing. And 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 that's about the best way to handle that. Yeah, just be like, and, oh, that's really cool. You like Transformers? Oh, that's cool. I like Transformers, too. You know, what's your favorite generation? And then listen. The the thing to, about or, this or is who's that your favorite character, and then listen. There, there's and a don't whole talk over people because that's that's super impolite and just breaks the feeling of like togetherness. 
I mean, sometimes. Hi, what's up? Hi. Uh, I want. I wanted to really, really push on throwing something in here. Is that I just explained like a bunch of social cues I give, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important to mention that that doesn't mean everyone gives the same social cues, yeah. which is the crux of why this is a very difficult uh, question to give a concrete answer to. Is it involves a level of being able to read people that is not universal to uh, to everybody, especially folks who do identify as being socially awkward. It can be yeah. very difficult to read signals, and you kind of have to then go in knowing that it could go very wrong and mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately be able to come out of that not blaming uh yourself or the other person uh if things go wrong sometimes that just happens yeah and the worst thing to do is to hold a grudge over it or to or feel like you know why are they doing this to me yeah um it, it, social interaction is extremely weirdly difficult for how little there is to work with so uh, I, I would recommend, you know, as a baseline, most people, if they if they're OK to hold a conversation, they'll maintain eye contact. And if they're not, they'll try to avoid it. And that's, you know, one thing you can look for. And and also don't don't then comment on what they're doing with their eye contact to them, because that's you know, people don't people give those cues often to hope to get out of it or you know, stay in or get out of a situation without mm-hmm. talking about the mechanics of it. Um, so. I would just say if you if if that situation happens, you just say, "Hey, that's a cool shirt." And then if you get if, if you get no response, then a you get no response. Some people, a lot of people, are not defined by the shirts they wear. Uh, yeah. So it could go really cool, and it could go real bad. <laughs> uh, either way, don't don't make it the problem of the person you're trying to talk to. Uh, if stuff feels weird, um, that's my general rule: is I try to not make interaction a problem for the people I'm trying to interact with. Uh, which comes from my own perspective of being a, a little bit more introverted about social interaction, but I just I just don't I don't I I I want to be able to move through life and not have uh not not have blows come to blows verbally over stuff um when things don't go the way that I would really like for them to have gone. Hopefully that covers all the bases. Social interaction is is really weird. Um. We should uh, at some point do another one of those convention podcasts because I feel like that's where we talk about it a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one of those in a while. And we've got uh, a convention coming up eventually. Yeah. If we should, yeah, we, we could do a TFCon prep. Try, mm-hmm. try to think of uh, some more ways to talk about it. Um, and, and like those events, I'm not present for the conversation. <laughs> uh, well, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I had a lot I wanted to get off my mind. But TJ, did you have any other? No, no it, it, it worked out. It worked out. I had to step out. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so you also weren't here for some of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought, oh, he's being silent on the matter. Well, he's not really a social butterfly. He's stays in Florida like some kind of loser because it's outside of the state and scary or something. We, we are also talking about doing this outside of Florida. In Florida, I don't know exactly how you guys do your social interactions. Oh, no, it's, no, no. Just die wearing... from heat exhaustion being outside. You remember that, BotCon? Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, but no, girl outside in like in the public wearing a Transformers t-shirt, you just go you go straight up to them pretending like you're a car. And you go and beep just, beep. Just beep <laughs> yeah, beep beep, make the transformation noise and then as you stand up. Perfectly acceptable here. Yeah. You know, you open your your chest up and then you show you you show your rib cage and you're like, "Put the matrix here." Uh Yeah, and then you fall over dead and that's that's your best outcome, really. It's, Florida is a retirement state. You know, some people do go there to <laughs> dark. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hope that helped. Uh, Prime one, three, five. Uh, it's, it's, 
I'll, I'll stop repeating myself, but I, I do feel a whole lot for people who find social interaction hard because I, uh, to this day, find it very hard when it's not around people I either know or people who I know are there for the same reason I'm there. Uh, sometimes it goes great still, but and, and the improv class has helped a lot with that. I would say if you do find social interaction just generally terrifying, um, you don't have to take a straight up improv class, but places that give improv classes often will also give improv classes for anxiety, improv classes for social speaking or uh, public speaking. Uh, and those things can all be very helpful for um, untensing your brain and making you feel uh, okay with messing up. So that, that's another recommendation I'd throw out there. Um, and that brings us to our one news item. And this is very self-centered because I wanted to talk about it. Uh, Flame Toys uh, Kurokara Kuri line uh, has shown final colored images of their Tarn and put up the pre-order. And I've been waiting to see this guy in full color for a while. I just saw the gray resin prototype at Capital City Comic Con. This this figure is is massive. Um, he's just very beef, very wide. Uh, he's bigger than Drift in every direction. Uh, fully posable hands, so that's why he doesn't have extra hand options. His hands just work. And uh, four-fingered and a thumb hands at that scale by ke the Chemical Attack team are something I'd really like to play with. And I, it's very stupid to say, but that is a huge reason why I very much intend to get this figure. Also, it's, it's the Chemical Attack team, uh, and their work is excellent and right up my alley. Um, they also have the figure for sale on their own website, D4 Toys. Uh, and if you order from there or from Flame Toys at some kind of event that they're attending, uh, you'll also get some uh, bonus pieces, uh, an unscarred version of Tarn's mask, and swap in shoulder pauldrons that have speakers attached to them so that he can talk you to death. Um, the speaker shoulders, I'm not sure if those come from artwork or if those are original pieces. I'm, I'm super cool with them being original pieces. Uh, the bummer about D4 Toys... <laughs> Is that the cost of the figure is fine, but the shipping is 77 US dollars via FedEx, which is no good for me for a number of reasons. Because uh, that's $77. Like, and, it's, and it's FedEx. And it's FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination of a lot of stuff I can't justify. <laughs> Um, he is going to be available at, you know, your TF sources, Big Bad Toy Stores, Ages 3 and up, a whole bunch of other retailers um, for, like, I think 10 bucks more than D4 Toys is charging, but then also for, you know, normal shipping costs. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm hyped. I want to make room to order this guy. Uh, and uh, that's that's really what I wanted to talk about. Aaron, you got any reactions to this now that you see it in full color? Nah, he looks really good. And... And uh, similar to Drift, you can see how he would transform if they, you know, put transforming stuff in him. If they were allowed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it looks looks really cool. The only thing, like, this has got LEDs as well. They're not just, like, doing, we've got a meso light coming out of these places, oh, no, right? He, he comes with LEDs, and if he's like Drift, they will come preloaded with batteries, too. Okay. Because I I figured the two on the legs, and I would hope that the torso and head are one, but it's probably two so that he can look around. Um, the head might be merged because they they do a trick that they've done before where it's it's all in the torso, and then what gets lit up is the ball that the head is socketed onto. Yeah, that's why that's that would be a really cool trick. These are these are things that man, I wish I had the space and excess funds in order to have cool stuff like this. 
Yeah, like, and I'll, you know, I'll say it for the hundredth time, but like, I don't feel bad if this doesn't engage you because it's also a non-transforming mm-hmm. Transformers piece. It's just, and, it, and it's expensive. It's this is the Chemical Attack team operating on the high end that they operate on. Uh, mm-hmm. Their work doesn't connect with everybody, but their work fully connects with me. So I, I get excited about this stuff. Um, TJ, how do you feel about uh, what is also the first official Tarn figure? It's absolutely gorgeous. I love the design on Tarn. It hits so many of my notes the right way. It, it's 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 hard to say anything against it. Yeah, like, it'd be nice to transform. Yeah. yeah. I also understand, you know, the impossibility of licensing that. And, and I, w- I want to say, as a as a somewhat new owner to their drift, like the, what they do instead is like he's still a filled figure full of moving parts. It's just that they're all they're all almost entirely focused on the articulation. So rather than being able to change form, he is just full of moving interlocked pieces that move as you move him. Hmm. Um, like I'll always say that on a chemical attack figure, there is like a GI Joe's worth of parts in each leg. Um, and like, you know, it's it, on chemical attack figures. The first thing you do, you bend the knee and you see what happens. <laughs> like on drift, when you bend his knee, like the front of the thigh slides down while the back of the calf compresses and the, and then the knee reveals like, like interlocked moving pieces. And it's, it's so cool. Yeah. I get the feeling this is something I would appreciate a lot more or I would more, more to the point, I would find more of that value for the price point if I could actually see it function in person. Yeah, I uh, I hope they can get some videos up that, that like they did with Drift for the functionality, um, or at the very least, if if a color prototype is able to be at TFCon, hopefully they'll let someone like me uh, film it with my phone and just bend the leg a few times. Because uh, even if that does, I, I don't want to make people like spend hundreds of dollars. I just like it's so hard to explain the bending of the leg of a Chemical Attack toy without a video clip to like really get the effect across. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, also, I just noticed um if you guys go to the front page, there's a fairly new news item which is a Kurokara Kuri Optimus Prime uh gray prototype. It should be third down. Um it's at a toy show that they're at right now. Uh so this is the same line, so the very expensive chemical attack design line. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the figure that would be coming out after Star Saber. Um this is just a straight up Optimus Prime. Uh it is probably the least interesting of the four that they've revealed because the first three are all IDW as hell. Um, but this one actually really reminds me in his body shape and his, the tapering of the body parts on this Optimus Prime makes me think a lot about their, their Iron Man line that they've done for the last couple of years. Um, also in that he, he's the Iron Man line is a whole lot of Tony Stark for the most part. Um, and this just looks kind of like that. Like this is very Optimus Prime. He's a very baseline Optimus Prime. He's full of chemical attack engineering, but he's also not very like surprising <laughs> i'm it's almost like a cybertron i was going to say he's got some cybertron to his lines like yeah mm. with the the trapezoidal chests and the 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 way the waist like pinches in for the the truck grill yeah i like the bend and, ki- and the kind of grill. like the and like the the gauntlet boot look like that's something that slid over maybe then yeah. part of him yeah, yeah that like the big yeah. block shoulders that aren't flush to the arms mm-hmm. yeah but then, I, uh, but then not like the extra 50 pounds around the midst oh no that was was yeah, energon, was cybertron, energon. Yeah, energon. Yeah. <laughs> cybertron used the extra 50 pounds for his backpack yeah that's uh, right. that you could that you could remove and put back on and his shoes 
Um, so yeah, this Optimus, the main thing about this Optimus that I really want to see is if they get a Matrix Chamber built into the chest. And I, I bet you that's at least on the list of things to try to do. Because uh, they, they did a Hulkbuster a couple years ago that I reviewed. And the big thing about that Hulkbuster was, you know how you can, like, on most Hulkbuster toys that are high-end, you can open the head, kind of pop the lid on Hulkbuster and see an Iron mm-hmm. Man inside? So for theirs, when you pop the lid, it, it like, auto-morphed the chest of Hulkbuster open um, with, like, a whole bunch of interlinked parts all opening in tandem. Yeah. And so I'm like, if you do that with the Matrix Chamber, that would be pretty friggin' hot. Like, I, I'd like to do that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Um, this is this is very much a resin prototype, and, and like that is not is... resin. That is three D printed. Come on, man. Oh, is it? Look at oh, the yeah. lines on that. How oh, how, how do you yeah. think that that's resin with oh, those print lines like a, on there? Yeah, it's like a big onion. Because I was looking at it in the thumbnail. That's why I wasn't paying attention good. to the details. Of the I thought we forearms. were professionals. Listen, five hundred episodes. Come we're on. We're on the fourth attempt to get this this recording going. Technically. So it's it's just one of those weeks. Uh, I was just going to say this Optimus, another thing uh, about him to bear in mind is that he's probably two years away from coming out. Yeah. Because like Tarn is this year. I doubt Star Saber is going to come out until next year. Um, like Kurokara Kuri, I would for now assume is, is a one figure a year toy line. Um, which is why I talk about it a lot. Because if people, if, if people out there are on the fence and might be the ones on the fence who are going to jump off the fence and get into it. Like, if you wait a while and you already like everything you're seeing, it's going to suck catching up on this line <laughs> where every figure is like 300 bucks plus. Uh, but I think that also if you were the kind of person who's going to get into it, like you already have started. So um, that's our Kuro Karakuri update. Hopefully we'll see some uh, cool stuff about Star Saber later in this year. Uh, and then I can get TJ into the line and the pain can begin. Uh, Speaking of which, TJ, would you like to read this listener question from Renny Dragon? Uh, I can do this. All right. Hello, Lord Vangelis and fellow podcasticons. He called me Lord Vangelis. Why did you make me call him Lord? How dare you? (laughs) Out of curiosity and perhaps some masochism, I started watching Superlink. Okay. It's nice that I was just digging on it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> dismiss. That's a life choice you've made. Okay. While I feel, while it feels as generic and boring as I was led to believe, I really oh. like this. Okay. All right. All right. Four P's in this pod. Good. I really like the cell shaded CGI style animation. It's clunky and clearly two thousands era, but I enjoyed the style. My question is actually about the toys. The show models are really fantastic, and while the toys are lots of fun to transform, I'm thinking about the Autobots mostly here, they have pretty pitiful posability. Uh, do you think there's a chance of updated Energon slash Superlink figures that retain their combining gimmick? I don't care about the Energon star thing, but it, but feel free to consider that if you do, and have decent articulation. I think there's some hope this after seeing battle trap but i kind of doubt there's much nostalgia for energon slash superlink as there was for armada slash micron legend i feel like this may be a little vague but i'd like to hear your thoughts on what energon slash superlink toys could potentially be clicker i just want to say pretty pitiful posability is actually quite difficult to say uh, upon thinking about it so you did a pretty mm-hmm. good job there uh, that's a lot of a lot, lot of peas um 
I also want to say, like, if you're thinking mostly about the Autobots having pretty pitiful posability, like, look look at some of the Decepticons, because they were sort of the highlight of the line in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were very solid toys in, yeah. in many regards that were pretty posable. Um, like, even when they got brickish, like, they're still fun toys. Like, I still have my Galvatron from that line. It's amazing. Yeah. I was about to say, like, who even was brickish from the Decepticons? And I guess it's him. Yeah. And his was more like it was, it was. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he was brickish, but it was still. I mean, there was still posability in there. Yeah, it was, he was just he like, is the like, torso. Yeah, it, yeah, you, you it was, still had all. Yeah, it still had all the primary points, but his torso was blocked up because of all the bulk he was carrying on his back. Right. Yeah. But I was just sitting there thinking, like, it's a brick, and then a pretty decent elbow, and then a brick of a upper arm, and then into that was probably still doing universals for shoulders like it was still all there just maybe not as streamlined as we've gotten in later lines maybe yeah because i'm yeah, just thinking like think he, he had he had clunk the, clunk the deluxe yeah the deluxe supercon decepticons i think were a, basically a win on every mm-hmm. release for that line yeah like i can't think of one that that ended up disappointing in articulation and then like mirage was the the big one that i recall were there any other Mega Ultra releases? Uh, Scorponok. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scorponok maybe was. Well, yeah, because he, he, yeah, he didn't get universal hips, and he had a weird shoulder articulation. But he also so. has claws instead of hands, and so it's like it's so hard to say whether or not you're getting the full range you could have wanted. Uh, so yeah, you know, the, I, there are a few, I guess, what you could call misses with the Decepticons, but like um, Dump Truck Guy, Snowcat. Uh, I forgot Dump Truck Guy's name. Demolishor? Demolishor. I always forget he's Demolishor because that was a really stupid plot point in the... Mm. They mind-wiped him. As opposed to the other plot points that were not stupid. Demolishor really irked me because his character arc when he was the Armada model was really solid. And then he basically dies... And then gets resurrected, but and then immediately mind wiped, and it it was such a bummer. Anyway, yeah, Demolishor, Dump Truck Demolishor was, was solid. Snowcat was solid. Uh, Slug Slinger was solid. Sharktacon was solid. Um, good stuff. Uh, Mirage also very kibbly, but also quite solid. Um, anyway, yeah, th- that's that's me like banging my hand on the table at the very question itself but with you know regards to the actual question i totally think that especially in light of battle trap uh there could be our updated energon superlink figures that retain the combining gimmick like yes uh and i would like to see that because the if i recall correctly the main problem with all those autobots was they had these weird shoulders as hips that were not necessarily unable to do poses, but it was awkward because they they pegged in up rather than sideways, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was almost universal. To like, were any of those Autobots without that kind of hip? Like, I feel like that was almost across the line. Uh, Inferno, because he actually uses right. actual arms. Um, yeah, was the 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 prime. Wasn't the Prime he... had a really weird system. I never had Deluxe Prime because um, it was it was like his tor- his upper body split apart. Yeah, uh, and then the plug was in the middle, so his legs would still be the legs, and I think it like 
twisted for the arms to still be I arms wanna, or something. I it was say it was definitely different. I want to say he still had his natural arms. <sighs> yeah, I, I had, can't remember. I, he he's on my wall of stuff that I consistently have out because it's neat, but I haven't touched it because I haven't touched it. Yeah, like I had that toy out for like a week before I packed it away and forgot about it until eBay came calling. Yeah. I uh, I never got it because I kept seeing him at conventions and he was always about 10 or 20 bucks more than what I wanted to pay and I thought I'd wait and then he yeah. just stopped being at conventions. <laughs> it's kind of the story of him with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also want to follow up. I mean, we all can. I feel like we all can agree that there's nothing standing in the way of a good updated Energon Superlink figure other than them actually getting made. Well, like... I feel that's a universal statement for anything that hasn't been made, but yes. Yeah, I guess, yeah it's weird, worded weirdly, but I just I feel like there's just, it's kind of like the answer to this question is yes, because it's like their main problem was 2004 tier engineering. Yeah. And now right. we have had better ideas for, you know, hips yeah. that can be shoulders. Well, we, uh, we can make them combine, but there's half a robot hanging off his back and then mm-hmm. another half of a robot hanging off his butt. Yeah, like, I feel like now we also have better ideas for what to do with those extra pieces. Um, Like, you know, look at Battletrap. Or I think that the key is to not have the universal connector, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just figure out who goes together. And then I think that that opens up those toys a whole lot more. You just make them a triple changer, not a quad changer. Yeah, hey, this yeah. guy is going to be yeah. a shirt, or this guy is going to be pants. Not everybody's shirt and pants. Yeah, because there's some in there is like you know, Prowl made a really good torso, but also you never saw him as one in the show other than the joke episode. Yeah. So what mm. was the po- what was the point of even like hampering his engineering that way? It's kind of like either specialize them, uh, or specialize who they combine with in both ways, or make them all Voyagers plus. Uh, I think yeah, is the I, thing to do. No, no, I, I would two pack them at the Voyager price point. Oh, two packs, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Oh man, uh, yeah, I think that we're down for this. Like, if it ever happened, but the, my, I actually really wanted to ask you guys: Do you know anyone, or did either of you care about the Energon Star thing? No, no. I've never met a single person who cared about the Energon Stars. Like, that's no. Oh, there was no there, and those there was, those like basics or whatever they were at the time yeah were generally pretty cool toys and it was like their accessory weapon things were kind of neat yeah like yeah the, energon the combining weapons. energon yeah. weapons was a neat idea yeah because the stars just felt like some other gimmick yeah. that wasn't finished and then i for the longest time i thought oh isn't the star like a magnifying glass for the insignia it's going over but it's like no because you can't see anything through it right and then it I thought, was like, like, look, look, so we have the, um, wow, I just went brain, went straight out. We have the mini cons, those power up the spark or something. So this powers up the spark too. That's how, that's how we're continuing the line. Yeah. Well, I, I always thought they could do something by having like differently shaped and colored sparks to show like different energy levels coming out of the, you know, well, the matching point. But I, yeah. I always thought the idea behind that was, uh, the spark crystals that you saw in there were all clear and white so i thought the idea was this is how you see them like energized but yeah, yeah. you couldn't see through them yeah, yeah. and and i just thought like they're they were almost like a, a prototype effects part in that they're like a you know a, a spike of energy coming out of the spark but then there were only really like what two or three shapes of them that ever came out 
And then it yeah, seemed like yeah. And it seemed like at one point it was like, well, there's red ones and green ones, but then there were eventually also like there was orange ones and there's slightly yeah. orange ones. and kind of yellow. Yeah. And good luck, good luck if you're selling them off on eBay trying to figure out which is which. Yeah, no. Wait, wait, is is it the slightly yellow orange or the slightly orange yellow? Yeah, yeah, the Pantone is like two digits off from each other. The one thing I would like to see someone do is make some silicon molds of those Energon stars and then make gummies. Because remember the joke back when they came out? (laughs) They looked delicious. Uh, They do actually look delicious, and I would like gummy versions of them. Uh, that would if you show up at a convention I'm at with a bag of gummy Energon stars, and also you didn't spike them with like friggin' drugs. LSD. Then, then let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> if you spike them with drugs, then please talk to Aaron first, uh, and then I'll see if I can get him to eat them before I do. Um, don't tell Aaron I said that. Okay. Um. Anyway, hope that answers your question, uh, Randy Dragon. Uh, yeah, I, I'm super down for. Energon Superlink homages. Just the the Decepticons were so well done, nearly across the board. That like they they're one of those few weird examples of a very old toy where I'm like, yeah, I, I actually don't know what you would do to update some of those guys, other than just tighten up their proportions. Yeah, tighten up yeah. their proportions. Maybe like I think so. Like Mirage, I think potentially you could do some better stuff with the boat kibble. Yeah, either make it fold up more. Yeah, yes. Like the trick to- yeah, a joint or two on that whole thing to turn it into just like a backpack rather than just like i don't know i drag these weird boat hole even if it just skirts had like, around like even if it's just double hinged up to close you know to shorten them mm-hmm. yeah like i thought like energon is one of those lines where it's hard for you to really find improvement in the figures because there's no reason to go back and make them more show accurate yeah, yeah. They, they're they literally are. literally modeled after the toys. <laughs> like the only thing to do show accuracy wise is like make new hands for a bunch of the torso modes mm-hmm. so that they have fingers. Like that that's about it. Yeah. Re- remold Ironhide's face so it just has that one expression that he had every time. <sighs> yeah. Uh I should I shouldn't go back and look at that show again. I should happily live with my memories and then watch the fan subs of Micron Legend instead. Uh, I started looking into those, by the way. Did you know I'd never watched... Spoilers. I'd never watched the Armada Starscream death scene in the Japanese dub. Because really? um, also, Micron Legend, I've always kind of wanted to look at again because that was the, the version that came out second where they fixed a bunch of the more rushed animated... I almost said animated scenes. They fixed a bunch of the more rushed animated scenes from the Armada run because Armada kind of rushed to air because they had a different starting time yeah. uh, or starting date. Uh, so I watched the Japanese version of Starscream's death scene. A, it's amazing how much more like clear the dialogue is in that scene because you know how in that scene in, in the Armada dub... It sounds like an awkward dub, even though it came out first, and Megatron's just going like, why did you do the thing, soldier? Why did you let me kill you? And then Starscream's kind of just going like, you, you're not a good leader like Optimus, who's a good leader unlike you. And then it's like, in the Japanese dub, like it's a little bit more cheesy anime, what they're saying, but it's also way more straightforward. <laughs> and then like they actually call out the part that I never noticed for, what is it, 14 years? more like 13 years which is that starscream's sword that usually glows red the glow turns off right before the final clash with megatron 
And in the Japanese dub, they he, Megatron's like, "Why'd you deactivate the power in your sword?" And I'm like, "When did he do? When did he do that?" And then I rewatched him <laughs> like, "I never noticed he did that." So like, Starscream depowered his sword so it couldn't hurt Megatron before they clashed one more time. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> This is taking on a whole new meaning. But then the Japanese dub lets you down at the last second because the the best part of Starscream's death scene in Armada is, um, uh, without going to IMDb, was it Brian Drummond who played him or am I thinking of someone else? I want to say yes. Um, if it was Brian Drummond, whoever it was that acted Armada Starscream, he has this excellent, like like hot-blooded scream when he shoots at Unicron and then this excellent horrifying death scream when Unicron shoots back. Uh, and in the Japanese dub, there is actually no scream either way. They go for like zero sound or zero vocals in that part. And I'm like, you you let me down at the very last second. This is an otherwise <laughs> superior version of the scene. Uh, dialogue wise, it is far better, but uh, it really could have used those two shouts. <laughs> That's my review of Micron Legend episode 48, about 13 years after the fact. Thank you. Yeah, that's we're timely now. Yeah. <laughs> We're finally getting to review shows that came out just before we started the podcast. Not even just before. We didn't start, <laughs> yeah, we started still the podcast before, like, yeah. Yeah, like almost half a decade yeah. after that episode. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, have you heard about this arm, uh, animated show? That's, yeah, that's yeah. the uh, hot fresh stuff. That's going to be the we hot fresh stuff. We should get that Darren yeah. White guy on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, I hope, I hope that answered your question, Randy Dragon. <laughs> yeah. I had to bring, God, I had to bring up that appearance in a conversation the other day. Oh, what we... oh, so someone was trying to talk, tell me about something they were trying to do in the Teen Titans movie, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, like Derek Derek Wyatt said otherwise. Well, where did he say that? To my ears on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he care said... what your source is. Mine's better. He said it on a Transformers themed speaking engagement. <laughs> um. But yeah, we uh, we got two more listener questions here. We should keep we should keep trucking. Uh, this next one is from Primal D. Um, Aaron, would you like to read this one? Yeah, uh, Primal D said on uh, March third, twenty eighteen. Two questions for the team. One short one. Hopefully, we'll see a retool of Battle Trap as Flywheels. If so, what would be your preferred names for the newly individually transforming pant and shirt bots? I'm working on Fly Devil and Heavy Wheels. How about yo. you? Yo. What about fly boy and boy wheels? So then he's just boy boy? No. Yeah, that, that, that's what that's what ejects out of flywheels uh. when he combines together. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when the two merge, flywheel stands before you while boy boy is ejected out of his spine. <laughs> there's part of me that really want. There's part of me that really wants uh, the tank half of this to just be called no wheels. Oh, man. No, actually, tanks a have tank. a lot of wheels. They're just yeah, heads they're, that wrap yes, around they're them. Called, yes, but they're no one thinks of it that way. Oh, you know what's a real like kind of forgettable but totally Transformers name? Tread wheels. That's such a Transformers name. Yeah, tread wheels. <laughs> oh man, you know what? It's going to be like fly wing and tread wheels, like thing thing and thing thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I hope it's not a retool, but. Set up so that they are compatible. Yeah. I mean, you just got to have the one peg size, right? Like that's kind of right. the, the one key well, point. That, that's what I'm saying is it keeps the peg and the the head of the legs is the same, so that you can do like top bottom swaps, but not fly be... trap and battle wheels. Yeah, oh battle wheels. That's a transformer's name. <laughs> uh, I like battle wheels. 
Um, also, also if they if they enforce like you know a shared combination gimmick, that means that flywheels would also have to have a waist joint, right? You know who I went looking for today and did not find? Battle trap. Yep. You know what I found? Two tailgates. Found no. two tailgates. No. I didn't buy either of them because I was so disgusted. <laughs> uh, I also thankfully didn't find a single like a half battle trap because here's here's how stupid I am in life right now. I spent at least three days when they started to get sighted in Canada going like, "What do I do if I only find half of battle trap?" Just break down crying in the aisle. Kinda, yeah, because it's like, what I can't if I leave it behind, then it's like, what if I find the other half later? But then also, if I buy that half and then I find whole fly or battle traps later, and then I just buy the half I'm missing, I'm the jerk who bought half a battle trap. That and just I, means you have to buy both of them then. But I, then I'll have a, then I'll have a superfluous half of a battle trap. So, yeah, I'm glad I didn't find half a battle trap. I want to find a whole battle trap. I just said battle trap like 18 times in the last five minutes, and it actually has lost meaning to me now. I, hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I guess we get Aaron. Did you give any name ideas? No. Do you have any name <laughs> ideas? No, not really. <laughs> All right, then please continue on. Uh, hey, wrong, wrong image. Uh, second question, slightly longer. If we found ourselves in a place where duocons and duobots caught on, what combos would you like to see? I would personally love to see a take on shock and or. Or maybe Sonic and Boom. But then I would also like to love to see some crazy stuff like Beast Combiners, a dog bot with a cat bot, a fish with a bear, and of course, all interchangeable with the head and butt connector. See, he's yeah. on the right track. I can't say I'm thrilled about Energon Powerlinks rehashes. Hey, that's an earlier topic. But then even that <laughs> might be a cool generation's way of adding in some Unicron trilogy figures. Your turn. What genius curated this topic list to line these questions well, up? Look, normally when mm. this happens, you act surprised that it happened like that. So, like, like we can't be sure. You 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 juck and shy of us enough that yeah, keep us on our toes. Um, chaotic neutral. Sure. Uh, chaotic neutral. Come on. Um, <laughs> man, I. Other non-standard vehicles, um, like a hovercraft, maybe as the uh, base. That'd be cool. And then, like, uh, I want to say, like a tra- like a uh, uh, um, to keep propellers in there, like a like a World War Two fighter. Oh yeah, like a bomber or something. No, like a a, a fi- like a, a Mustang, oh, like single oh, prop. Yeah, yeah. And so you could have the hovercraft with like one like or like a uh, like a swamp boat style hovercraft so that there's one jet on the back and then one jet on the other. And then that could be like, you know, so that then there can be one on either arm or something. Yeah. Um, so I, I will say this also would be a cool way to see some of the Energon dudes come back, you know, albeit a bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 biting Primal D style. He said that right there. Like you yeah. can't. You can't claim to take credit for that. He already said it. To to bite his style? Yeah, we know. We got to stand up for our listeners because somebody won't. I'm affirming his decision. And and I'm sticking sticking up for his suggestion. Uh, Because I had one similar, which is when he said a bunch of beast combiners, I was like, what if this is a cool way to get Fusors back in the line? Mm. Where instead instead Mm. of being a fused animal alt mode, it is two animals that were those alt modes. So like for... um, 
So would they have individual robot modes? Of course. Or would they, they, ha- they, gotta, or would they have to fuse in order to robot? No, no. They got to, they got to follow the battle the generations battle trap structure, right? Okay. So, um, oh, I was trying to think. Who's the stupid one that's like a bat bear? He had a really stupid name, Noctoro. So what if what if Noctoro was like a small bat transformer and a small uh, bull transformer? Okay. Or um, oh, who's another stupid one? The the crocodile bird or whatever. Injector. Inge- oh man! If <laughs> what about just like the the Fusor's mutants? Oh, so they actually have robot modes this time? Yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, like you mean like Polar? Is it was Polar Claw one of them? What am I thinking of? No, Polar Claw is one of the Megas. He's from the actual line. You're thinking yeah. of Ice Bird. Ice Bird. That's right. Uh, and a little owl transformer, I'm, a little polar bear transformer. I'm embarrassed at how long it took me to realize that was a pun on Iceberg. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a really I, stupid name putting so two words I. together. Well, it's like, oh, someone didn't change the name from, like, the testing phase. One of those old Kenner staff are laughing it up right now. Uh, yeah, I thought that was like a Decepticharge thing, where it's just like, we forgot to change it. We forgot to give him a name. Because <laughs> um, I'm just really, I'm really, I'm really enamored with the idea of Generations Battle Trap, but beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, something about that is really activating me. I don't know why. And, and it would be kind of cool, because, I mean... Because they would be two beast modes, I think you could also totally just BS a fused beast mode together by just like putting them together and then just with them connected to try to turn them both back into beast form and just see what yeah. it looks like. And so just turn into that uh, monstrosity from the Dinobots line. Yeah, the Magmatron yeah, uh, Dino Magmatron. Orgy mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's 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 what really got me. Um, Almost, I feel bad more so than like Shock and Or, who I like from their weird little appearance in the comics. It's just the, the Beast thing is really hitting mm-hmm. me. Uh, any other ideas you guys got? Uh, obvious answer, easy way to do the multi force. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, yeah, like basically with the caveat, you're picking who's a top and who's a bottom. Then yes. Well, to be fair, they favored certain pairings anyway, so you might. Oh as well. yeah, yeah. It's like for for the sake of getting a cool waist joint and a cool fresh gimmick, I would be fine with that. Um, also, I'd, I'd like to get Mock Tackle again because that, that was a toy I bought off eBay back in like the late nineties. Uh, my one original Multiforce member who broke a few years later. Uh, any other ideas you guys got? I, I don't think kinda, so. Kind of hit them. We kind of hit them hard. Uh, listeners, you got any ideas for more battle trap alikes? Like, throw them down in the thread. Let's get a whole uh, head and butt connector uh, b- brain trust uh, together on this one. And while you do that, listen to us answer this final listener question from Pajama Prime, who says, Hey there, podcasters, PJP up in the hizzy with some questions for y'all. Number one, pretty much every Combiner Wars team got a new member or two to bolster the ranks, be it a new limb bot in place of an established member or a tiny additional member from someone else in the TF canon who was remotely related to the theme of the team. Power of the Prime starting uh, started continuing this trend with Slash and the Dinobots, but the big name Combiner left out is Abominus, with Devastator and Predaking missing tiny partners for Titan-class reasons. With no Legends-class figures being uh, billed as a terror con, I was wondering what you thought would be a good fit for the team. Maybe give Optimus, Maximus, and Titan Combiners a Legends-class buddy, too, while you're at it. Um, 
So for Predaking, this this is a real cheap out, but I mean, technically he comes with Onyx Prime, mm-hmm. who is then summarily mm-hmm. hidden away in his chest where you never have to see him again. But he does technically come with a little partner. <laughs> uh, and then a third party partner was made for Devastator because uh, Keith's Fantasy Club made the cassette that turns into a, scor- uh, a scorpion. And so uh, there was a limited run of that one recolored to look like Devastator's Action Master partner. Um, well, you know, it was just in Devastator colors, basically. And it was released kind of as a partner for Titan Devastator. Um, I was wondering, the the Slash Redeco remold, I forgot which, which SparkCon, SparkCon? What were they called? You know what I mean, Flame Feather. Is it Flame Feather? The, uh... Oh, that they are doing the repaint of? Yeah. Oh, I forget. Oh. Uh, I, I just Hold looked on. it up. Cindersaur. Cindersaur. I wonder if Cindersaur, once we see the packaging and everything, is going to be oriented towards being the slash for Abominus. I could see that. Yeah, I, I pretty much assumed it was. Yeah. And that that feels very much like the aerial bots adopting Power Glide. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially since in Power of the Primes, <laughs> they don't really care about integrating the figure. It's yeah. like, I don't know, here, there's their dinosaur. <laughs> and I just like the idea of that adoption being like, ah. Oh, Dang it, he's an Autobot and he flies. And he's, like, in the original group. Hey, uh, guys, it's Power Glide! Always wanted to work with you! Hi, Power Glide. Yeah, Ooh, come on over here. Which we'll, limb do I get to become, huh? Yeah, we just turn you into a gun and hopefully what? you burn out. <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> just We're just going to hit you a bunch until you kind of become tube-shaped and slap you on top of our normal gun. It'll be, here, it'll be fine. Here, Power Glide, just hold still. We'll here, here, we're, we're going we're to take this... This power oh, lead here and Jesus. jam it into your spark in order to get the most power out of it. It'll burn a lot, like, like a lot, like as much Why pain you as you could take. Down in my shins? And, you know, those missiles that you can sometimes use. Yeah, we're going to have to rip that. Turn your arm around the other way. I know I know you're a transform and transformation cog, but we actually need that part to connect to the gun through oh, your spark. Moses. So this we're just going to rip your arm and turn it around the other way. And then we're just going to rip this steel up off of your back and draw a, a crosshair on it. We can't actually aim that through it. Work. Ah, my spine. How am I supposed to connect to the gun? And scene. Just push him on. Just yeah. push him on. <laughs> there. He's, he's part of the gun now. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like that answers a lot of that question. Yeah. <laughs> you can't um, really follow that. I guess if they ever made like a, a standalone little roller figure, that would have been cool. Well, I mean, they they had that one in 2013 with Legends Optimus. Um, But I, I think for, for Optimus Maximus... I and a lot of people just ended up <clears throat> kind of like rolling that Legends 2013 Bumblebee into that team. And then um, a whole bunch of people figured mm-hmm. out ways to kind of BS Bumblebee into being a chess plate. Well, I mean, that I mean, Optimus Maximus had the Rodimus. So yeah, they had like a little Legends yeah. partner. This is very easy to forget that Rodimus, I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not much of a Rodimus. I was like for Predaking, I thought. Like to take the third party, like Feral Rex approach and just kind of adopt Katilla. Yeah. Like a little, it'd be kind of cool to have like a legend sized Katilla that turns into like a, a dagger or a claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
Um, just like, like a, a cool, just just a gauntlet claw instead of like the just yeah. the spiky hand, something that yeah, like well, he's... would go would go in the handhold, but then like go around the back of the hand, kind of the way that the uh, what was the uh, the Titans Return um, Lion, the way that oh. that like came the other way to make the shield, like you put yeah, it in the yeah, bottom yeah. of the yeah. hand so that it'd be a shield. Yeah, like you could do like. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Like, because, like, Predaking's got that giant arm cannon on one arm. He needs something to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always like the idea of doing, like, for the other side, the same cannon body, but instead of a barrel, it just has a big blade sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a, a trifork kind of, tr- or, like, Wolverine claw thing sticking out of it. I don't know. It's more violent, more violence for my Predaking. Did you guys see the the Takara Tomy Predaking images where the leg bots are just carrying Predaking's feet around? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like they they kind of look like rocket launchers, but also it just looks like those two guys are are hardworking boys. Just like, yep, got this thing with me. Look, you put the boom boxes down and get back to work, please. Contra- contractually ob- obligated. I have to carry this thing around with me wherever I go. Listen, you'll find out soon why. All right. I can't leave it at home. I have to carry this with me. This one carries blaster into Decepticon base without even realizing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's actually one of my one of my small disappointments with Power of the Primes is that they kind of like they have these little Legends figures that thematically you know look fine with the combiners, but they don't integrate. And uh, luckily, like some folks figured out a way to integrate Slash into the back of Volcanicus, which thankfully also makes Volcanicus a bit more stable um with a tighter torso but yeah nothing nothing intended it seems um question number two from pjp is that the beast era has a lot of what ifs and maybes attached to the fiction surrounding it from the exact events of the time between g1 and beast wars to who if any g1 characters survived there's a lot one can interpret and speculate on one such thing i've been thinking about uh was uh, the beast modes that the g1 autobots and decepticons would have had if they had landed on prehistoric earth in the avalon and nemesis we do know that prowl silverbolt and ironhide all survived and became the combiner magna boss which is some pretty fun canon to try to smash together along with grimlock being tagged along as a Dinobot repaint, and maybe Inferno got his circuits crossed to become Beast Wars Inferno? Uh, which G1 characters would you like to see in a Beast Wars style, and what would their beast mode be? My money's on Bumblebee, essentially a Waspinator repaint with an actual toy robot head. Thanks, Pajama Prime. Click. Um, I, I always forget about the, the notion that Beast Wars Inferno's protoform was actually G1 Inferno, who was, darn it, just trying to do a job, just trying to, to sit in stasis for a long trek, and and then he ended up falling onto prehistoric earth, getting busted up, going all nuts, and becoming uh, a giant ant. Um, that'd be funny. But uh, I don't know, like, uh, Aaron, do you got any, any G1 beast modes that you'd like oh, to see? Oh, I'm trying to think... I, I'm going to say my answer is mostly cheating and saying let's flip to a random page in the T-Beast doujinshis because that's kind of what they were <laughs> was what if G1 guys had beast modes. Although they're more mechanical beast modes, um, to be fair. I really, really want that line to go over well so I can get that Blitzwing that they made. That's kind of my answer is that Blitzwing. Blitzwing is like, what was it, like a tortoise? and like It's, a... an, it's an eagle and a turtle. Yeah. Okay, I, this is apparently something I have no idea what you're talking about. I will go find you a picture yeah, while okay. we're talking. 
Yeah, the idea was basically transfer transformers who turned into into zoids. Okay. All right. And, I yeah, think I, could, like, I I think I can dig that. There there are actual ones being made, like Sideswipe as a bull. Okay. Yeah, and the Optimus Primal as a mecha gorilla is uh, almost coming out soon. I think from uh, um, Generation Toy. Uh, the oh, there's no scans of the Blitzwing up. But I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's it might have been on Twitter. I'm gonna keep looking because I, I looked up T Beast Blitzwing and I didn't see him immediately. But I saw a bunch of other ones. Oh, these are all in the Generation Toys version thread. <laughs> Uh, how are you guys posting all this? Oh, no, I found him. Someone did post him. All right, I'll get you a link, Aaron. Okay. Um, I, we're sh- actually, we don't have... Uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't have the chat window. click on the chat window, and it th- went away. This is, this is why I vanished on you, because I had no place to put BRB. <laughs> Hang on, I'll just message will, you on will here. The, will the Discord chat not work for that? Uh, here you go. This should be a Discord message. Okay, yep. There it is. A little bit small, but you can like zoom it in. Maybe. Let's do it like that. Okay. But yeah, it's oh, like I can, uh, can kind of dig that. Yeah. As a turtle, he's got a cannon sticking out of his back, and then as a bird, he kind of just looks like a plane. Yeah. Um, but that's that's still my dream release from T Beast. Um, with the caveat that hopefully the artist does not get upset about that being made because that's one of the downsides of TB's toys getting made is it turns out a lot of, at least a couple of those artists were taking part in that project with the notion that no one would ever make toys of those designs. Uh, and then unfortunately unofficial toys of those coming out kind of irked uh, at least one of the artists and I, I do not blame them. It's not their fault for getting irked by that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of my answer, unfortunately, uh, PJP, is T-Beast has ruined my brain for trying to think of more G1 <laughs> Beast modes, because it it answers a lot of that for me already. <laughs> um, I don't know, you guys have any other any other ideas? For... Uh, I, I don't know, like, you're, you're right, like, that does kind of taint my perceptions a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's things I'm trying to keep out of my head, you know, like... You know, Ironhide as a rhino comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hound as a wolf seems too on the nose. Yeah. Well, what about Hound? Hound is more of a dog than a wolf. Yeah. Well, like a, like a, a little dog. I'm trying a to hound, make, if you will. Oh, it's just. I was trying to make him cooler than that, but okay. No, nah, he's just a little a little hound, a little baby hound. No, uh, <laughs> I I want Trailbreaker as a bison. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I would like to see the Magna Boss guys where we make Ironhide not suck, but that's still have a Magna good, Boss. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like I'd like to see a 2018, because you know what? Prowl is fine. Silverbolt is fine. So in 2018, I'd love to see a redesigned Ironhide that still fits together with those two to make a still Magna Boss looking Magna Boss, just where Ironhide actually looks like anything when he's by himself. Um, that would be kind of cool. So hopefully that answers your question, PJP. So now we're going to go into what we got this week, and I know there's some stuff to talk about here because I went shopping recently. But uh, I'm thinking we'll just we'll pass the we'll pass the torch around. What I'm going to say is what I have is I have some fresh Power of the Primes Voyagers, and I have a bunch of Studio Series toys. Um, so let's you know as we go, we'll figure out who may have gotten what the other one got. But I'll, I'll open up with one that I know. 
uh, Aaron talked about. TJ, I don't know if you got this one, but I picked up Studio Series Starscream entirely because of Aaron's glowing review uh, the last time we talked. Uh, no, not, uh, not my radar. Go ahead. Well, uh, Aaron's glowing oh. review was correct. It is, in fact, probably one of the two best Studio Series figures in the line so far. Uh, it's friggin' dead solid. Uh, Aaron, now I finally kind of understand what you meant about that one leg that maybe doesn't tab in perfectly, but then when you close the jet mode up, it's like it never had to tab in. Yeah. Because the jet mode just has an entire second, like, layer of interlock parts close up around it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it wasn't locked in, you'd never notice. (laughs) Uh... Like, man, that's a good transformation. Yeah. Uh, and, and it has been pointed out to me, like, it is very much play-by-play. Like, it's very similar to the deluxe transformation, but this Voyager adds in all of these locking tabs, all of these, like, sliding parts, mm-hmm. um, just a lot more finesse that, like, I would say, if anything, the deluxe is the prototype piece, and this is the finished piece. Um, also the friggin' size of that robot mode for a Voyager is, uh, is tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, the hand weapon, the hand weapons gorgeous. And like, here's my, literally my one main problem with the figure. And it's not even really a problem. He has those two elbow joints, right? Mm-hmm. And the implication is you're supposed to use the top one with the, the arms flipped around so that that's the main elbow. And that looks kind of dumb, but then yeah. all you have to do is flip the arms around and go a little bit screen inaccurate. Uh, mm-hmm. And you have perfectly working double jointed uh, elbows. Um, yeah, I'm in love with this figure. I love the way that he has a stand port on the bottom of his jet mode on the crotch. And then when you transform him, you reveal another stand port like right in the bottom of his backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Starscream, this, this is the one. If you're going to just go get a Studio Series figure to scratch the itch, Starscream, I think, is the kind of the one. If you agree. Really, unless you despair the way that Starscream looks in the movies and there are people who do this I mean this will do nothing to change your mind and if you just don't like movie Starscream then of course don't make this the one then make Optimus Prime the one we'll talk about that later Um, but Starscream to me is just the epitome of like here is a very good we've taken everything we learned about making Starscreams and making toys and we've we've compiled them together into this little uh when you use the edge premium thing at gamestop or eb games the 35 canadian dollar package that he is uh see so yeah, i'm 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 yes aaron you were right <laughs> and uh oh i like I was, your, what, sorry sorry what was that you kind of skipped a little bit uh yes aaron mm-hmm. you were right oh that feels good aaron was correct oh that's some uh, specialized ASMR. I do take uh, requests um, on commission, of course. Uh, the, so I was talking to Hoopla today, and he mentioned something about, and I, I forgot about this, but when we at some point in some display, I can't even remember if it was a legal display or a leaked display, someone saw a buzzsaw weapon as well for this mold. Um, and so the theory I, I, that he said was going around, it sounds very plausible to me, is that there probably is a buzzsaw because both hands are able to take that that connection port for the weapon. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to do a, a like, you know, what is it? Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Dark of the Moon version with all the tattoos and probably yeah. give him the buzzsaw instead. And I'm like, I'd be down for that. Um, so, yeah, oh, it's a good toy. You were right. <laughs> uh. I guess, Aaron, we'll bop over to you. Uh, what, what would you like to talk about first? Uh, I'll talk about another good Studio Series toy. 
Um, so got the uh, Toys R Us exclusive Thundercracker. Hey yo! That I did not think I was ever going to see. How many did you find? They so thankfully, uh, Alfie ran out. Um, I had a a local friend let me know that like, hey, there are some of these around, and uh, she ran over to uh, pick it up for me. And then by the time I got there the next day, they were all gone. So I think they got in a box of them. Ah. And then that was it. Uh, my Toys R Us is still at the up to 30% off, but most everything's 10%. And it's like the wrapping paper is 30%. So. I, I hate that we have this one toy that because of this happenstance is actually becoming like expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the lousiest, saddest reason. And it's like mm-hmm. a completely reasonable reason as well. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say the same thing happened when KB went under. Yeah, there was um, a. Yeah. Was it the the MicroMaster combiners? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like there were four waves into that at that point. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, it is the Nitro Zeus toy, and I think that the blue color darkens out a bunch of the stuff that like didn't look quite so good on Nitro Zeus. Mm-hmm. Like I, it calms the toy down or something because it's. It's the same minus a different buggy head. Yeah. Like a more insectile head that is kind of a little bit too wide. It's more like Starscream's head for the the profile of it. And the the like the chin is a bit wide that makes it a little bit rough on turnarounds. That, that, make, that makes sense to me, like technically, if it's supposed to be like a you know, a movie verse thundercracker. Right. right. Um but the head still pops off, and you can still like toss another headmaster on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's the same toy for sure, for sure. But uh, still is is worth it if you can find it, and maybe if you don't have Nitro Zeus already. But I, I saw a pretty good use for that toy as a body for um, Overboard, the you know the the blue repaint of that one Titan Master. Oh yeah. Um, that the blues yeah, apparently okay. match up quite well. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I've enjoyed flipping it back and forth the same way I did Nitro Zeus, and as a as probably the last thing I'm getting from Toys R Us until yeah. it gets on stupid, stupid, stupid uh, discount, and then I maybe will buy the the. Uh, Cybertron or whatever that's there for way too much money. Do you think? Okay, I was curious because that Toys R Us like still like they they rarely change their layout and you have a very understandable attachment to it. Do you think you might end up buying like a fixture? No. What if though the window where you bought video games from they just put a, a tag on it like fifty bucks? Uh, what am I going to do with it? Set it up in your living room. Well, yeah, because I have space in my living room. <laughs> you can make space. I don't know. I was just curious. I was like, I wonder. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, TJ, uh, what's one thing you'd like to talk about it, that if you have anything on topic? Um, my wave two of Power of the Prime Deluxes came in. I was hoping to find some of those today. I, I would really like to get the last two Dinobots. Hmm. Uh, the Dinobots themselves are about what I expected. It's uh, a very small sludge, 
Like for mm -hmm. whatever reason, sludge in my brain is like should be way bigger than this. So uh, beyond that, though, he's fine. Like he's a little remolded from uh, slug, and yeah, he work he works out fine. I'm I'm happy to see him. Uh, and then snarls, snarls actually really nice. Like snarl, snarl hits a little bit of nostalgia I had for the G two version. Oh, sweet! I, I it sounded like he ended up being kind of the best of of the bunch. Um. Maybe by virtue of wave two, but it just sounds like he, he's the most solid. Yeah, like he feels the nicest out of them, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, his transformation is just a little bit more dynamic. Thanks to what they, thanks, you know, they have the tail to deal with. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I tried out Volcanicus once. I left him that way for about a day and I n took him apart and never intend to do that again. Oh, I feel like like. We who are really into Volcanicus are going to be, in the end, the more the minority. To me, the Dinobots were always cool because they didn't need to combine. Like, they take on Devastator without thinking about it. It's like, yeah, we don't need to get big for this. Mm -hmm. This is this is a, an era where, you know, like, Sludge got little, and uh, they got to compensate for that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful set when you have all five together. It's just like, that's how I know the Dinobots, so... It's not going to be the combiner thing where I just put them together and stick them in the back of the shelf because that saves space. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's how I know the Dinobots, so that's how they stay. Uh, beyond that, uh, the other the other, uh, the other remold in the batch, Blackwing, it, it's an aerial bot. Mm -hmm. Like, I, there's no way around that. So, yeah, it's the same toy they've been releasing for about two years now. I give them credit for the Dreadwing combination. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. how's it feel? Uh, looser than I would like, because it's literally a single peg that holds the two together. Yeah, I wish I wish that like the wings that came back and the wings you flip forward had a matching tab. Yeah, it's like, not the solution that y'all are going to really like, but uh, Fake Busker had a similar reaction to the single peg uh, connection. And reworked some of his 3D printed add-on guns for those guys on Shapeways to have extra pegs to give them more locking points. Which is basically just like, you, it's lining up pegs so that you peg these guns into the wings underneath. And then they also like peg into, say, like the hands or something or the forearms of one of the other guys. So it just it adds, it's like more L-shaped peg connections. When you start with, you're not going to like this, I hear it. I fully expect you to continue with, you have to glue them. Yeah, super yeah, glue, glue around the seams. Glue them together, and then yeah. they will work. No, it's just, it's just like because it's shapeways, so like shapeways doesn't work for everybody. But uh, I thought that was a cool way to react to that issue. Is like Fake Buskers, like, all right, I will add more pegs to the weapons I designed, and it will be rock solid. Like beyond that, it's the exact way you'd expect if you played with any of the aerial bots. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Uh, Moon Racer's fun. She... I really wish I'd found her today too, because another one Aaron's been going on about, and I'm like, she's got a really nice transformation, considering most of it ends up on her back. Mm -hmm. Like she's still fun to play with, and she still works well as an action figure. Um, she looks absolutely ridiculous with the prime armor, because between like bulk in the front and bulk in the back, yeah. she looks like she's. <laughs> she, I'm a she hammer. Looks like... <laughs> no she she look she looks like they've got 
Yeah, she kind of does. No, but she, <laughs> she she looks like she's like like big like mountain hiking thing where she's like bringing the the week's worth of provisions all at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but beyond this, like she is, she makes for a nice little toy on her own. Just as a in the transformation function, she works out really well for me. Hmm. Uh, for me, the winner of the wave is Ripper Snapper. It, he he seems like the strongest like original piece, um, and and as much as like it sounds like uh, Moonracer like is not the backpack ridden mess that I was worried about like, yeah I, I had a feeling that that dude would be up there too. Well, the land shark mode's just cool. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get that out of the way, and he transforms nice enough, but the robot mode just really works well for me, which it's a pretty simple figure all things considered i think it's the fact that he has those those uh wrist claws and a actual wrist swivel so he gets some really cool poses out of it mm-hmm. i know like it's you know, like there's no real dud to the wave unless you're like just like so sick of the aerial bots you can't stand another one no matter how much repainting they did and that that ain't me i'm <laughs> I, I at some point something in my brain became just open to give me more of these forever when it came to the deluxes. Um, cool. Oh, and uh, that means that you only have what two more waves to worry about. And wave four, it sounds like we'll only have one new deluxe. Yeah, but yeah, I'm having no luck on Voyagers though. Hmm. Yeah. Are so where are Hunger and Alita One being found in the states? Walmart sometimes. That's it. Yeah. Oh geez. <laughs> With my experience yeah. so far, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else. I'll occasionally see somebody post something in the local sightings forum and then run over and it just looks like an abandoned war zone. Man. Alright. Yeah, I was curious. It's 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 so like it's not weird because I mean it's been this way before, but like right now it just feels like there is again like this huge disconnect between what's kicking around where in Canada and you know what's kicking around where in the states mm-hmm. um well uh I will pop back in with another one I picked up which is studio series crowbar um who I picked up because we'll I'll talk about stinger in a bit but I had such a good experience with stinger and starscream I was like oh, I'll finish off the decepticons um at first glance crowbar is not bad but his vehicle mode has a lot of trouble holding together <laughs> And the instructions seem to think that his dreadlocks are capable of a lot more flexing than they actually are. Um, the instructions feel like they were written when his dreadlocks were going to be made out of PVC or something. And they don't feel like that anymore. They feel like something that's a lot more akin to a hard plastic. It's still bendable. But the, the at one point, the instructions imply that you just fold them up under his vehicle mode. And it's like, I don't know what you want me to do, my friend. Like, I'm trying... They are unfolding when I do that. <laughs> um, so the the dreads on this dread, which were the attractive part of him to me, also, I, I need to play with him some more. I've only transformed him once. You know, I just got him today. But, uh, yeah, it was weird. Um, I, I, gotta, I gotta figure out some more stuff with this guy. Um, the, uh, like, the vehicle mode, once, aside from the part where I couldn't get it to go together perfectly, like, it is, there's a lot of, a lot of Berserker DNA in this dude, um, and I, I didn't mind Berserker, but, uh, 
I was, I don't know. It's not like he's, he feels a little bit better than Berserker in a few spots, but I guess I'd, I'd convince myself like, oh, maybe they'll just, the one thing about Berserker is how you're always kind of just, you're always massaging panels on that vehicle mode. And I thought maybe they will fix it on the second go. And that seems to be the one thing that didn't really get tweaked just up. Do, just do that panel tab chase. Yep. At least, I mean, it is a little bit better in that you're only doing it on two spots on mine. Okay. Um, and they feel better when they are going in, but it's yeah, it's still kind of uh, kind of unfortunate. So I don't dislike him, but uh, Stinger was a more overall solid experience for me. Um, I quite like Stinger, uh, even though I would say there are there are reasons to not get him, but I, I'm very happy with him, and I'll talk about him uh, next after another round with you guys. Aaron, did you get any other Transformers this week? I got some yellow garbage. That's garbage. Aaron is not happy with Studio Series Bumblebee, I have learned. Like, so, part of it is, so, big disappointment with the way that both of his hips just pop off if you look at him sideways. His, mm-hmm. his, the roof of his car that doesn't need, like, triple fold-up trick to all condense into his back just doesn't hold together. Neither of the, the joints hold together for the the life of anything and it, yeah i can see where maybe the the major one looks like it might have been intended to be pinned and then they decided not to but like like just picking him up with it folded up inside of him it just jettisoned itself um just like it's bad and like if it was intended to be pinned whoever let themselves get talked out of having it be pinned should feel bad about letting somebody make that decision not putting their foot down and speaking of feet the way that his work half of the time gets caught and is horrible and frustrating because to transform his leg it is very much a like half of this movement half of this movement half of this movement and then the other half of the second movement then the other half of the first movement then the other half of the third movement then the other half of the fourth movement so it's and not like you can do this around, that around, this around, click. I'm, I I was looking at him today when I, I picked up my other ones today, and I was just like, he looks so okay in the package. Yeah, he looks... How could, how could this go wrong? Yeah, and it, and then it, it's even, even the other stuff, well. like like to make his, his... to change out his arm for... because to change his gun to be the gun arm... Like Starscream, I, I I had high hopes because Starscream has a neat. You fold this thing back and you plug it in. No, you take off his lower arm, except for the peg that holds his lower arm to his elbow, is like four times stronger than the elbow joint is. And so the wrong part dislodges. So the wrong part dislodges, and then you, I at least on my copy, have to pull them apart. And then look at it and say, like, okay, which way does the elbow plug back on now? And then plug the gun arm on. And it's just, like, there's a lot of good idea in this Bumblebee. And except for, like, the way that the feet work. But it does a really good job of looking like Bumblebee's feet. And then also collapsing up into the car. So, like, it's not necessarily... it, it, it It's a good concept but its execution i don't think is as good but then the way that everything else is 
I don't like saying the worst, but is very poorly put together. Um, yeah. That just loses all of the goodwill for the studio series line to just be like, nah, because Starscream is the f***ing bomb diggity. And if if that was my one example, I'd say, yeah, studio series is great. Why would you question buying anything from it? And like Thundercracker, he's pretty cool. And it was a previously released toy, but it turns out all right. Okay, it's it's a repaint, but it's good fit and the paint's good and all of it, you know, came together pretty well. And then Bumblebee's just a hot mess. Uh, TJ, are you feeling pretty good about sitting out a lot of the studio series here? <laughs> well, I have experienced Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I tried to do that. I'm, and I and I was ho- I was hoping it was the Chinese New Year effect, but I think a lot see, of people were. Same story in Canada, as far as I can tell. One guy in all my social circles apparently got a good one. Um, everyone else, like like in the Canadian version, doesn't fall apart as badly as some of the American ones seem to. But that one hinge in the backpack assembly still just like just ejects. Oh, it's just it's just a mess. And like I I would hope that. Like if if that that's one of like the 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 playmates decisions that we hear about with the turtles line, where the factory's just like, no, nah, we decided not to do that. Yeah, I mean that that sound, removing what looks like something that could be pinned in, uh, probably for stability issues. It sounds like a factory floor thing at the last minute. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't I don't know for sure. Um. Man, like yeah, for some reason TJ, I, I the way my brain works was like, no, TJ had Stinger. <laughs> no, I had the whole wave. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it edited Bumblebee out of that whole experience. Um, like I, I went in that wave, going like, "Oh, they've got ten years of experience with these. How you know? Surely this is as good as they're gonna get." I'm, I'm so bummed out that it seems like Bumblebee just has not panned out now in like three separate release areas. Yeah, in Canada, the states, and that advanced wave. Like I, I am still a little hopeful, maybe. Maybe someone will catch something and have time to change it before the Japanese release. See, this is where we're supposed to rely on Takara to fix this stupid stuff. Uh, but I mean, no, like global brand unity. I feel like even on like unified stuff, like Takara has at times like snuck in little retools or something, or you know the way that you get a running change in the stateside version. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there is an opportunity for the mold to come out again in mass production, and like maybe they will find somewhere to sneak something in but i wouldn't hold my breath i wouldn't like throw a pre-order down with that expectation no no Um, i would i would just be like when the japanese release comes out i would like to hear some feedback on that one from anyone who's in japan and and got it there uh that sucks i'm i so much want to have that old camaro alt mode but i'm like i don't want that i don't want to pay more than 15 bucks for that toy and i said that in the pre-show and aaron was like oh 15 is too much yeah (laughs) (laughs) that like that was part of the reason why i got it because it was that og camaro but like man and it's even just like the hood part that clips over in front of his his headlights that is like a a compression fit it doesn't like flip over and click into place you have to fight it in order to get it to go for mm. no good reason yeah it just sucks it's 
It's a shame that, I mean, I think that that Bumblebee is going to end up being not indicative of the quality of the line on the whole, because I can tell you the Voyagers don't feel like that, and Stinger certainly doesn't feel like that. Yeah, uh, after after Bumblebee, I found Prime at another place and was like, man, I don't know. We'll talk about that later on. Okay. Uh, before we do, though, TJ, uh, you got any other Transformers uh, stuff you wanted to go for? Uh, well, if we're going uh, superior to Kara quality, I have their version of Blitzwing. The uh, Legends version. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got that a little while ago. I, li- I like that a lot. Yeah, it's been sitting in my pile of, or not pile of loot, my private warehouse. Yes. For, yeah. <laughs> for uh, quite a while now, wait, waiting for uh, all the clones to accumulate before I shipped it off. Mm. Yeah, so uh, this is the one you uh, you you, you uh, pushed me into. I was going for when I was talking about like how good could the Blitzwing get. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, when we were talking and a pre-order went up? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember and now. You're, you're, you're a bad influence, but I thank you. Because <laughs> it's a friggin', isn't it nice? Like, af- after the sticker-laden kind of off-tan of the, the American yeah, one? Yeah, And it's like, it's like, toy colors are fine, but holy criminy, jiminy, cricket, Jesus, this thing in animation <laughs> colors is... <laughs> yeah, I can see your face. It's, it's not a wash of dark purple that takes the detail out. yeah. Uh, and and like the the headmaster looking like a little blitzwing mm-hmm. is my favorite mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's a it's a good figure. Uh, it's really good. And I mean, you I know that you've been kind of waiting for a blitzwing too. I was so hurt by their first attempt in generations. Yeah, like that... you, you're. Th- th- this seems like this seems like this could be a culmination point for you of like. It... It kind of is. It kind of is. Like, that's my boy. Like, that's my favorite Decepticon. So it finally have, like, a, a really nice one after such a disappointment before. Mm. I, I'm I'm sated as a fan. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it even works with the Headmaster. And, like, there's even something specific about Blitzwing to me that feels okay with him being a Headmaster. Like I can't, I can't put into words, but like, it just seems right. Hmm. I mean, for part, part of that, part of that for me kind of feels like he's kind of got the headmaster thing going, where the head doesn't quite fit the design of the body since it's bright yellow. Hmm. So his head's already kind of, kind of removed from the design point anyway. Yeah. That's just a that's a shot in the dark though. But yeah, like I don't. I don't mind it so much on the triple changers. I find, yeah, like so, some like there's such disassociation between the the alt modes. It's almost like yeah, it's sensible. Like the the body is this like multifunction tool that the head is using. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you got that. That's a that's a that's a solid. I think that is. Mm, I okay. It is actually a toss up. Some between that and and the Japanese version of Octane, because that's also really good. Uh, it's it's hard for me to say which one I like the most, but see, see now, like I've got two of the triple changers from the Takara release. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of eyeballing the third, but I don't know how much I care about Octane to actually go that far. 
Octane is the one you get almost entirely out of resistance to the bad stickers. Yeah. Because Takaratomi Octane is painted instead. And then you get the bonus of Ghost Starscream the Headmaster. <laughs> and it's like... He's, he's kind of good. It's, like, Astro Train is actually the one who I think ended up the weakest of the three. And not... I mean, partly because of the mold. But the the other two just feel like so much more... Like they're the the other two Blitzwing and Octane feel like they're making so much more out of the out of what they were given, you know. Mm-hmm. That's uh yeah, congrats, uh, welcome welcome to the LG Club. Um, I'll uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive right in then on on Stinger since I talked about him a couple times. Um, what I will say about Stinger uh, is a he has a weird robot mode. Um, TJ, I think you mentioned like it's like Stinger is fine if and it's like he has this thing where his collar doesn't clip in really. Mm-hmm. It just sort of okay. rests there, but it rests there well. And yeah. it's like you're not really in a position like if you grab his head and shake it, his collar will flap up and down. But it's like you're never like even posing his head, you kind of naturally put your thumb down on the collar and then it stays there. And it it's molded around the two tires inside his chest. So it's like, I have trouble saying it's a huge problem. As much as I would have liked for it to clip down. Because um, also there's a fr- sort of a soft detent on the hinge that's folding down. Uh, also, he's got like, it's kind of weird, the shoulder stuff on him. Um, it, it never really seats perfectly and you're never really sure how it's supposed to seat, but it... It's kind of okay. The thing bolted onto his right arm is modeled after his version of Bumblebee's arm cannon. And it, 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 in that sense, the shapes are right. And it doesn't look bad there. It just looks weird. His whole robot mode is just, like, weird. Like, I like it. But it's also just weird. Um, there's, there's nothing about it that's, like, really wrong. Uh, so much as weird. The transformation, I think, is excellent. Uh, I, I, I love the transformation on stinger uh it's it's ridiculous like it's like stinger's transformation is like hey you know everything you know about how our movie bumblebees transform what if we make specifically opposite decisions everywhere yeah hmm. uh it, it's amazing i i think the transformation is, is the highlight of the toy in a good way and then the vehicle mode for as weird as the robot mode is and for as, as odd as and, and cool and, and just like out of left field the transformation is, when you get to the vehicle mode, it's like at the very last second, everything just goes like, and then the vehicle mode is like dead solid. Uh, so I, I would say Stinger is really cool um, with the caveat that if you don't really think you're into the robot mode, I got nothing to tell you. Then you're just not into the robot mode and you might want to just pass on him. But the the transformation and the car mode are, in my opinion, like just very good transformers. Um, the only the, the only parts forming you have to do is the four buzz saws on his back. You you do kind of just have to remove them, um, and then you can plug two of them on stealthily. And if you plug the all four of them in, they are sticking out the sides of the underside of his vehicle mode. But the thing is, they're doing so in a way that I think completely works. Because it looks like they've deployed out of the sides of his vehicle mode, so he can just slice the tires of cars that he's driving past. Um, so I kind of like it still. So I, I really like Studio Series Stinger, but I totally see reasons why others might not. Uh, and he also doesn't fall apart uh, at all. Mine feels rock solid. Um, you know, like all the joints feel great on mine. 
so he doesn't feel janky. He doesn't feel rushed. Um, TJ, I forgot how your stinger felt. Um, it felt all right. Like I didn't really have any kind of build issues with him, unlike the others. Outside of the factory, lost one of the mirrors. Yeah, no. I can see how that would happen because those are separate pieces. Uh, and also, I don't think you can check that in the box. Nope. So, <laughs> hopefully, that was a one-off. Because uh, yeah, other, otherwise, like Stinger just feels he feels up to par to me. Um, and so I, I I would recommend him if you're into how he looks in robot mode. Um, and then uh, I will talk about the other one soon but uh aaron let's go to you again have you got any other transformers to talk about nope my other whatever five piece legends combiner is still combined because or is still sealed because i hadn't had the need to crack open something to have something for what we got so i saw infernicus for sale at uh, at my toys r us today a good fine canadian brand toys r us mm-hmm. uh they marked them down but they only marked them down by like 15 bucks and i'm like you got to mark them down more guys i'm sorry uh i've heard nothing good about him so i, I do still want him because he's that abominous but i i don't want to pay more than 20 bucks for him um tj over to you uh have you got any other transformers to talk about um i i briefly mentioned but yeah i've got all the takara versions of the clones now yeah uh and uh, remind me did you get the american versions at all um i got the walgreens pack Okay, so you kind of okay. got one of, like, the aerial guys then. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, then uh, how are you feeling about the Japanese versions? I forgot that the Headmasters versions of the Autobots had a completely different color scheme from the Rebirth version. That's Yeah, that, that ended up being what turned me off of the yeah. Japanese clones, <laughs> to be honest. Well, in, photo, in, in the stock photography, it's like, oh, that's two-tone red. You know, it's a little weird, but I actually kind of like that. When you get them in hand, pink. Yeah, straight up bubblegum pink. Y'all like the color pink? Hope so. <laughs> he is where like he looks like he's painted with Pepto Bismol. Yeah, the thing is, it's not even a pink I like because I like a, I like pink, but that's not a pink I like. It's a, it's a very it's a very digestive yeah digestive pink is what I would call it. Pepto Bismol. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you get past, you get past that and, you know, they're fine. You know, I still like, uh, Cloud Raker. Mm-hmm. He's good. Um, Fastlane was one of those where I, where I kind of looked at one of the big expensive multipacks going, do I really want to spend this much and get rid of this many extras just to get one clone? Um, this pack makes me realize, no, no, I'm happy I did not do that. No, no one should have bought Velocitron for him. That's uh, no. that's not that's not a good reason to buy Velocitron. No, he he is dead simple, dead basic. Um, he's less complicated than his G one toy. Yeah, I'm. I I still feel really weird about the way that those were described. It's like, well, they're like Legends Plus, and I'm like, but except that they are all shit. It's like you made two toys and then with different limbs attached, kind of. Yeah, like, and they're not much. They're maybe a little bit bigger than Legends in volume, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and it's so like it feels so afterthought because it's like he's his his pelvis still does the split, yeah. That like the aerial guys he, need, yeah. It's because they're basically like, all right, make the same toy with like it's. I think it's more more or less the same torso. It's and strangely then, enough, it's not. But there's 
but the details are so minute from each other. Yeah. It's like there's areas that are completely redone and areas where it's just like, eh, add a line. Like, I, someday it would be cool to hear the full story of those. Because to me, it's less that, you know, we made these Legends Pluses for the gift sets and it's more like we were trying to make these Legends and for reasons they weren't working as Legends and we kept trying and then we ended up with the box sets. Like, I'm really not sure why, budget-wise, it seems like it'd come out fine. I, I think the only reason they end up in box sets is because... It would be a nightmare marketing both at once as a legends price point individually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, especially if they were, if it, even if it was like wave ones, the aerial ones, wave two is the ground ones. Between two waves, you would have four toys that look extremely similar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Pounce hits my favorite a little bit better though. So Pounce, mm-hmm. Pounce, I was happier with. He's got got more of a transformation going on and. Yeah, again, it's G1 reminiscent, but kind of works that way. Yeah. Like, I'm not unhappy with them. Like, I will, like, I will say, like, the Decepticon clones are closer to the American releases, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not going to get a surprise when you open up that box. Yeah, no, I feel, like, I, f- I feel like the pink was represented a lot, but it, it also very much looks like a photograph, um, like color hue kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, like the yeah, lighting not... was the lighting was shining just the wrong way and it's like we're not quite getting the pink it really is hopefully not too many people were given a, a unfortunate surprise with that one <laughs> just, yeah <laughs> oh cool um and that kind of man we're hitting the t- we're hitting the end of legends like the clones are out we just had uh we just finished with the target masters right because um, I didn't really talk about them last week, so there's not much to say, but I also I got my Legends Target Masters Autobots. And there, yeah. there was kind of a bittersweet moment where I was like, man, that's it. We're, there's not much else left. I, I'm kind of tempted to just go find the ones I didn't get, like Broadside, and just <laughs> get more well-painted Titan Masters. That's also what the clone sets did that, that lost me, was there were no Headmasters included. Hmm. That, yeah. would, that, that would have nailed me. Oh, we didn't talk about this with Blitzwing. That friggin... Is he the one who comes with the uh, the the dark elephant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that thing cool? I, I, I have found myself using that as my fiddle toy for like a week now. Yeah. Like just Shuffler, like, but in better colors. Yeah, and I just find myself just idly goofing with them, not even paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, I felt I felt weird that we passed over that, so I wanted to give him his due. Um, little elephant, we don't know the name of. <laughs> we like. I, I even researched his identity in a Cap City Comic Con. Um, so I forgot who's one. One of the folks I was hanging out with picked one up, and I was like, "Oh, the backstory on the elephant's really cool." And I'm like, "What is it?" And I was like, "I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember thinking it was really cool." <laughs> And I never went to look it up again. But it, 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 listen, all I remember is it's really cool. Okay. Um, well, let me get to my fourth studio series piece then, because uh, I also picked up today on a bit of a whim. I picked up Voyager Optimus Prime because I heard nothing about this toy. I haven't seen anyone on Twitter talking about it. I've seen video reviews go up, but I didn't watch any of them. I didn't read any of the threads. 
And I was looking at him and I was like, you know what I'm noticing about this figure is in person his colors look way better than in any of the Toy Fair photos. Um, I don't know if, uh, like, Aaron, you, have you seen the figure in person? I saw it in package yeah. in a store. And, yeah, the the colors looked good. I mean, again, it looked good, but so did Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the colors on, on this Prime, like, definitely did a lot to win me over uh, in presentation. Just, like, the they picked a really, nat- like, naturally shiny trio of blue, red, and gunmetal, where the plastic color is very shiny and then matches really well to the spots where they painted it. Like, the paint match is... Unless these windows are separate pieces, the paint match looks impeccable on the chest. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I popped him open and I messed with him shortly before recording. And I, I know that I have been rough on this figure when we talked Toy Fair because he feels very overshadowed by a lot of the achievements apparent in the rest of Studio Series Wave 1. Uh, and the case was made to me as I was walking around with Hoopla today and he was like, well, you know, I don't know how much this is serious, but it worked. He was like, that Optimus is going to be the one that's in scale with the Megatron that they're releasing. And he's from the forest battle and that Megatron's from the forest battle. And there's a, there's a blackout who you can say is grinder. And like you have a star scream, you can have a forest battle scene in scale. And I was like, Oh man, you're right. Hmm. Um, so I picked up Optimus and I, I transformed him. Um, I'll say the bad part. Um, oddly, like MPM Optimus, it's not the same because it's a different spot, but I found it was difficult to get the the top side of the nose of the truck to seal up. Like, it kind of splits open a little bit. Um, and I, I found that the rear wheels didn't seat super evenly on the on the table, and I don't know if that's also just the first time I was transforming it. Maybe I'll sort it out. That's about it for my problems with the toy. <laughs> uh, the transformation is really friggin' cool. The robot mode is extremely poseable. He has a waist joint, and his entire backpack, the hinge for it, is up at the top behind his neck, so you can just flap the backpack out of the way for his hip wheels. In the package, his legs are actually mistransformed. Both, like, there's two wheels on his shins in the package, but the middle one can fold up onto, like, to be looking like it's on his thigh. Um, and then the wheel well folds down over the, the remaining tire that's on his ankle, so it's, like, it's, it's accurate. Um... He has a waist joint. I didn't know he was going to have a waist joint. Uh, the, hmm. the articulation is super solid. There's ankle tilts in both axes. Um, there's a single jointed knee, but it bends to a double jointed amount. Uh, the blades, um, they do the thing where they peg into the underside of the fist hole to look like they're they're attached to the knuckles. But there's also a wrist swivel, which means that with the blades attached, he still has a wrist swivel. Uh, okay. I would almost say this toy. You, you might, might be you might be selling me on Optimus now. Aside from the fact, like his backpack folds up pretty tight, but when you look at him from the rear, it is more so just a kind of a couple panels rather than the you know the split blue shoulder blade thing on actual Optimus Prime. Okay, that's the one real visual bummer in the robot mode. Otherwise, the, in some ways, this toy I feel trumps MPM Optimus, and. It's it's a very fun Optimus who does a decent job of turning into the truck. The colors all look good. Uh, this is, I would say, on par with Starscream. I think Starscream is more impressive in a number of ways and a little bit more stable. But that's also movie Starscream. If you don't like movie Starscream, well, let me tell you about Optimus. He turns into a truck. He's just a bipedal man robot. Uh, it's a very good Voyager toy. The Voyager Wave 1 of Studio Series is friggin' excellent. 
it is it is let down by everything I hear about Bumblebee. It is let down by everything I feel in Crowbar, uh, and it's let down by how amazingly unexciting that ratchet is. <laughs> uh, the Voyagers are, are are friggin' solid. I'm happy I took the risk on Optimus, and I'm happy I did it without reading ahead because what a nice surprise this Optimus was. Um, my main problem is just like it's it's a little tricky to get that that truck mode to to fully seal up but it still i think seals up a bit better than the mpm does so uh yeah aaron i think you should go get it <laughs> okay i'll i'll give it i'll give it a if i see it i'll uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll give it a serious thought that's all that's, that's I have, all i ask i have i have movie blackout on the way because i got a uh a uh it was on amazon briefly for retail I was so tempted, but then, like, ordering off the dot-com would have added, like, 17 bucks. Yeah. For, and I was like, that's just enough to make this not feel good. Yeah, if it was a dot-ca and was shipping, like, normal shipping, then... Oh, I would have just... Cause it, I, do you know who I'm hearing a lot about? <laughs> it's Leader Blackout. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot about how that toy is, like, toy yeah. of the year material. Yeah, so a co-worker of mine found it and was like... So it, it's here. Uh, I'll 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 buy the second one if you find another one. I'm like, no, man, you 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 found it first. You 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 get first dibs on it, and you were really excited about finding it. So it's it like if you want it, you should should buy it and not like have it for me. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. You 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 found it first, so. Yeah, like ah, and then I kept getting messages about how cool this toy was. I was just like, mm-hmm. did did he did he see the the single tier or did you keep it hidden? Mm-hmm. Oh no, he I I I let him know, and then okay. at work he like I was logged into our inter office chat software and I was on for like three minutes. And he's like, hey, are you gonna come by my desk? I was like, why? He's like, I brought it in. I was like, okay. So I came over and. L- looked at the helicopter mode because he didn't have it transformed and I wasn't going to just start peeling things apart uh, on him, on somebody else's toy. And he's like, yeah, this is really cool. I had it. It was rough transforming it, but like, man, I got up the first movie and took a look at it and man, the legs are, are, are perfect the way it's supposed to be and all this is cool and this is cool and that's cool. And look at this cool thing. Look at that cool thing. It's really cool. I was like, yep, looks like it. You're like, Thanks. remember what I did for you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> He's like, well, you could you could have said that that you wanted it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's okay, it's it's all right. And then I went home and I saw somebody posting on Twitter or Facebook saying like, oh, go to Amazon right now. So I did. Yeah. And then it was like, oh yeah, it's sales tax and free shipping. So I don't even I like don't even have to worry about going and and trying to find it at the store and deal with gas money. It's just like I can just wait for it to show up and it was supposed to show up today and then i got that yeah so despite us saying if you order it right now you'll get it before friday it turns out it's like saturday or maybe sunday depending on how things work but but it's totally coming it is Uh i'm gonna keep an eye on your twitter i want to see i know i'll see when you get it (laughs) i want to know how that goes i now won't tweet anything about it oh geez um 
Well, I, I uh, before before I continue, because um, I know Aaron, you're out. Aside from that brief flirtation with Blackout, uh, TJ, any other Transformers on your plate? Uh, one last one I'll make quick. I got the R.I.D. Bludgeon. Oh yeah, R.I.D. Bludgeon was not as readily available over there as he was over here for a while. No, no, I had to wait for BBTS to get that one in. Yeah, he's still the Megatronus mold, which is still a really nice figure. The mm-hmm. transforms really good. Um, I kind of like the trick where uh, his turret is backwards from how Megatronus was. Yeah, but, uh, he does have a bit of a difference to him. It's it's more than like I don't know if that's the right way to put it. It's kind of more than they needed to do, which was a nice I don't know nice nice little reveal on that yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's still a really nice figure. Uh, transforms really well. I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that Revenge of the Fallen Bludgeon has kind of taken over as, like, default bludgeon. It's because they did a really good job with them. That's the only way I'm seeing it. It's just, well, well, they, I, they inadvertently created an, a new iconism for bludgeon. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, I kind of... Well, you know, movie toys do that. Hi, Bumblebee. Uh, but I always, <laughs> I always kind of felt that toy was a little bit clashing in aesthetic because you have these really rounded really smooth areas and then it's like super skeletal sections yeah which i know it's a skeleton samurai but it's like a little bit too literal there it's too on the nose a little bit too much uh i like this where it's like all cartoony all the way around so all the aesthetic from the range of the fallen toy is there but it all meshes better so I, mm. I feel like i'm seeing like a complete version of that concept i also feel like um toys that came out in the era of revenge of the fallen bludgeon were from this era where suddenly everyone had more money to work with and he wasn't the only one but a lot of toys from that era are both impressive but also like are doing almost too much yeah all the time it's like it's like this it's like that bludgeon i like that bludgeon a lot but also that bludgeon is is not calm you know that bludgeon is anti-chill he's just like look look what else i can do (laughs) it's like dude you already pulled it off this is unnecessary but congratulations, I am happy for you. He's like, my thighs, you can see my thigh bones through my thigh armor. It's like, that is causing your legs to fall apart sometimes. You need to calm down. <laughs> Part of me is going to miss R.I.D. Like, they're so, they've been nice to just pick up as just like simple Transformers, no gimmick intruding. Just, just nice efficiency, just nice simple. I hope later waves of Cyberverse start to feel that way, too. Like, I feel like R.I.D. took a little bit to hit a stride, and then the Decepticon toys all happened, and it was like, holy crap, these yeah. are good. And I'm hoping we have a similar moment with Cyberverse. Um, well, that brings me to my, my final two Transformers, which is I got the Power of the Prime's Voyagers, Hunger, and Elita 1. Uh, I'll, read, I'll read the card. I got Alchemist Elita 1 who develops a spark-stopping compound that fakes a bot's deactivation. Given how IDW this Alita 1 looks, that's kind of terrifying. Uh, then I got Prima Hunger, who fights famine so no being shall go hungry. So I got the heroic version of Hunger. Okay. It's a little shattered glass, but all right. <laughs> so Alita 1, oddly enough, Alita 1 is the one I've been excited about, even though like that Starscream is a bit of a lukewarm figure, to put it nicely. Uh, and as I had hoped, I feel Alita 1 wears the mold a lot better. 
also, I transformed her once into jet mode and back, and she goes into jet mode and feels like she finished getting into jet mode. So, unlike Starscream, who, for me at least, had a lot of parts that, that just didn't, they didn't feel like they finished connecting together, um, on Elita 1, they did. So, uh, so far, Elita 1 has been a victory for me. I haven't tried the torso mode yet, uh, but I'm, I like the colors more, I like the layout more. The uh, the small robot head at least looks awesome, um, and the the transformation just feels better. And I, I am liking the color scheme. I, I, I thought she ended she looked too maroon and red at, at a glance, but there is a more like salmon pink on her helmet and on the front of her chest, and then on the inner parts of her biceps, and it kind of brings it together a little bit. So uh, so I'm into this. Um, and she, she is also covered in lousy stickers. I, I did find one where the sticker alignment on the shoulder emblems was not too bad. Uh, her wings are covered in stickers that are also covered in detail. And it's it's a bit of a shame because, like, they're seeding better than Starscream's did. They're still kind of wrinkly and stuff, but they, they feel more like the wrinkles are intentional to go with the design work. Uh, but it still is also a shame because it's all wrinkly and the edges are peeling and it's, uh, it's unpleasant. And uh, she has some cool stuff uh, logo-wise. Like, there's these obscene chrome rectangle Elita 1 logos on the sides of her nose cone that do not even match up with the painted nose cone stripe. But then she has tampographs on her tail fin that say E1 with Elita 1 Autobot written underneath. And then, like, a matching sticker detail on the ankle. That looks kind of cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy with Elita 1. She's, she's what I wanted, which was a better Starscream. Uh, Hunger... I, I didn't read anything about him. Um, now, you know, people have been getting him. So I just tried transforming him. Parts of his transformation, the parts where he deploys more fins is kind of cute. Uh, also, his transformation is not all that long. <laughs> you you kind of... He, he actually does just go into a sort of... Like, like he lies on his back with his, arm, his arms folded behind him. And then he's done. His legs don't really transform all that much. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Guess what G one hunger is like. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I say all this because I want to then say the thing they did that I didn't. Know, I I didn't catch this part, and maybe people told me and then I forgot. But a his dragon heads have this dedicated left right hinge to look left and right, and as a result, he has ankle tilts in robot mode. So he's actually better than Silverbolt. Hmm. Uh. I didn't know he had ankle tilts in robot mode this whole time. So he's, basically what that means is while he's got, you know, his entire leg articulation is the necks of the of the dragons, uh, at the base of the heads, they can just look left and right. And, like, that plus the open and closing jaws means, like, his dragon heads are astonishingly emotive, all things considered. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of liking Hunger. Like, he's, you know... He's very simple. Um, in some ways, the price tag feels like a bit much on him. Uh, you have to really remember he's coming with both feet as well, because he has no weapon. Uh, and he feels very naked without a gun and sh without a shield. Um, like, they're built into him, in a, you know, in their own ways. But I, I also haven't tried the torso mode out on him yet. Like, I just, I just busted them open before the recording, but... Uh, yeah, Hunger, I thought I was going to feel kind of nothing for uh, on, as a toy by himself, but, like, the, the ankle tilt slash neck hinges did a ton, so I'm, I'm kind of happy with him as well. Um, he, 
I would say Grimlock is kind of more exciting than him, but Hunger is maybe more functional in some ways. Um, thanks to the ankle tilts and the the, the looky look joint they become on the heads. Elite One is a categorical improvement on Starscream. So Wave Two of Power of the Prime Voyagers feels kind of like a a, a half step up, um, and probably not a step up if you think Grimlock is still like way better than Hunger. And I think I might end up falling into that camp. But uh, yeah, I'm happy I picked them up. Uh, I was I was debating waiting for sales, but then I was like, well, I'm already getting these other things. I'm gonna I'll maybe go for him too. Um, no build quality problems on him as far as I can see so far. Uh, and I, I kind of like the trick on the tail where you know how Hunger's chest is the tail folded up, and you can see like those kind of those fins sticking out of the front sticking of his chest. Sticking through, yeah. So when you, turn, when you fold it back to be a tail, you push those fins in to push up four smaller fins on the back of the tail which is now the top of the tail in his beast mode. Um, it's, it's, it's a very neat, very subtle little trick that like, it's kind of cool. They snuck it in probably because he's not doing much otherwise. Um, but that, that does it for my, what I got this week segment. Uh, so very quickly, cause we've now hit like two hours, 20, even with all that nonsense at the beginning, uh, off topic, uh, Aaron, did you get anything off topic you want to talk about? Um, it's kind of an on-topic, off-topic thing. Hotel rooms, finally, for TFCon. Oh, you're a fancy guy. Yeah. The hotel. Uh. No, I was like, hey, I, I need to get a hotel. And then I went, and the block was sold out for, like, the beginning and end. I could get, like, the weekend days, but not the lead-in or out. I was like, oh, no. And then I forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to, like email tfcon and they'll see about getting more opened up and then i did that and then they said yeah we got more opened up and then i forgot about it for a couple weeks and i was like oh no and then had alfie mention something and then more opened up and i was like oh yeah i need to do that so then i did it this is a Tell journey to this is a journey i'm just yeah trying to catch my breath <laughs> well congratulations um TJ, have you got anything off topic you'd like to talk about? Uh, for the sake of brevity, I'll save most of this for the next time we convene. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about the one that I did uh, show off quite a bit on Twitter, which is uh, one of my Toys R Us clearance sale pickups, uh, Figure Arts The Rock. Welcome to mm. the club. That is a good sale, Figure Arts. He's so much fun to just pose in stupid ways. Right. Like it's that's the perfect level of photorealism for that head. Oh yeah. It's like I just I like I had to wait for a video to encode, so I'm just like, let me just sit down and just pose him beating up a bunch of shocker gr- uh, grunts. Yeah. Like Man, it, he he's just like just the posability level on him is so good. He can get into all of his actual uh all of his actual wrestling moves that he's known for. And yeah, it's just, it's stupid. Like I, I see like, uh, especially following Seth, I'll find like a uh, figure and Figma, like just funny pose kind of pictures that come up all the time. Yeah. And I never had a figure that could do that. Now I completely get that. Like you just see, right? Like the when I got him in Stone Cold, and I was just sitting there going, "Like, what if I remove Stone Cold's upper body and attach his head to the top of his pelvis?" And it's just like that's too much. This is great. What if I have The Rock do some stupid stuff? All right, excellent. Uh, they're they're a lot of fun. The Rock is the one to get, I think. Um, do, but do do you feel any temptation for like a Stone Cold? 
I've got temptation for all of them, and some of them are dirt cheap on Amazon. I am eyeballing. Is this going to become Emily. a thing? Is this going to become a thing? Might. It doesn't help that WrestleMania is this weekend, so I'm like all kind of like hyped up in the wrong way for this temptation. Oh, yeah, it is Wrestle Weekend. I'm uh, I'm kind of looking forward to trying to find a keyhole stream for WrestleMania and look at it while I work on some stuff. I mean, it's, it's become a weird tradition for me. I mean, huh. I mean, you, you, they let you see it for free if you just sign up. And in, it. in in Canada, you have to have a cable provider to sign up for the WWE Network. Oh, that's stupid. Y- yes. I'm so glad how literally everyone I tell that to says that's stupid because it is the friggin' dumbest thing. I've heard there's workarounds where you, even without a VPN, you just try to, like, use URLs to trick the site into letting you sign up with PayPal. But it's like... I don't like having to trick someone into taking my money for a service they're offering. There's something about that that I find annoying. Um, so yeah, I uh, I do not have the network. But are you looking forward to anything in particular on that uh, on that card? Um, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. This should be stellar. Oh, yeah. That's like the one. That's like <laughs> the one. And I, and Daniel Bryan coming back after two years. That's that's going to be fun to see. Yeah, I really hope that, that that Daniel Bryan is legit medical clearance and not like he just kept saying, please let me, and then we're going to watch him die or something. Oh, like I, <laughs> I think that's everyone's fear, but the dude has been checked out more than like anybody ever. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just worry sometimes about the, the about the Vince operation, you know, it's well, uh, he had he had to sign off on so like you have to get checked for head injury every time you go out there now. Like, oh, until okay. we feel you're okay, like we're we're gonna check you out after every match. I'm like, okay, they're just as paranoid as me. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's like a level of of, of secureness to feel. Because yeah, like I just like he's a, he's a very nice, genuine guy, and like you know, I watched I watched him talking to Dan Riker doing the chip challenge, and he's like, he's like, oh here, let me do a handstand on the table, and I'm like, D- don't you have a head injury? Like. <laughs> And like all the handlers were like going like um um like the moment he starts like going up on the table, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. It's it's a he's a good dude who's just like also probably a little bit nuts. But yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy for him as long as this is safe. I am happy for him because he he yeah. deserves it. Um, that's why I kept saying yeah. it's like I'm happy to see him back, but I'm happier for him because he obviously ap- he obviously yeah absolutely loves this. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm also looking forward to hopefully the reveal of whatever uh, Bray Wyatt is during that Andre the Giant <laughs> thing because I have a feeling that's where we're going to see it. Why is Husky Harris in the Rumble? Um, it's either that or he's going to collect gold dust next and take all my favorite poorly used guys and turn them into <laughs> characters in his universe, and I'm 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 okay with that. But uh, we will find out more about WrestleMania in a few days where then we'll probably not talk about it. You know what? You know, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast probably, but that aside, um, I think that does it for this week. Cause I don't think I have anything off topic that I can think of. I'm just looking around and nothing is jumping out at me that I haven't talked about before or that I'm allowed to talk about. So I'm going to leave that all alone. Um, I could have sworn I had something I was going to talk about, but I can, yeah, I can't remember it. I got more. I got more Soto common riders. I got more candy common riders. I have a lot of them now. Uh, they're good toys, though, so it's okay. I need to try to figure out how to get more of you guys into them. They're they're GI Joe scale. Uh, neither of you are GI Joe guys. 
you, you stop. No. I, I have enough crippling financial addictions as it is. <laughs> it's the best build line if you've been liking build. I got Hellbross. Okay. Oh. I've got a stupid amount of those damn bottles now. I don't need those too. Whole lot of people asking me, oh, does Hellbross actually combine? And I'm like, my friend, you got to catch up on the show. Hellbross turned out to be quite the, the bait and switch as far as that's concerned. It's these two guys, these two brothers who transform into suits that look like each suit is half of an actual suit. And then there's a third suit called Hellbross, which is the suits combined. And in the show, it is revealed that's just when one of the brothers uses the other the other brother's transformation bottle. And then the other brother is just standing there next to him. Uh, anyway, I will get us out of here. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we will talk to you all later. Thank you, Aaron and TJ, for joining me, as always. Uh, finally, back on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting, getting, getting back in the saddle before we're, we're potentially not able to do another Friday again. We'll find out. Um, and until then, uh, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you later. Please stay safe and enjoy your toys. Yes. What the f- that?